0: I'm, I'm not a businessman. I'm a businessman. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Big UFC weekend. You know that who that was, right? Uh, I do not.
1: Uh, it's a Jay-Z quote. It's a Jay-Z quote. A I, Jay-Z quote. Yes.
0: Yeah, well, that was um, the famous, famous UFC. Oh, quote. Conor McGregor? McGregor, uh. yeah. But we got some stuff going on here. I just gave, because, you know, we pre-record, the, or we post-record this part. I just gave my biggest non-NFL season bat, meaning... An off-season bet ever. Fez, I I got him convinced, and I gave it to you guys. So it's business. Well, here's a little more business, man. Yeah, that reminds me of the great you, uh, the wire scene. Remember when Stringer says, "You've seen the, uh, you haven't seen the wire, have you, Scott?"
1: No, I got to dedicate time to it. I, I, I've seen it
0: three times, but you pull out little moments that I'm like. What? But this is famous. It's, okay. it's when he comes in and goes. We don't have to. Stringer says we don't have to fight over turf. We sit on top, take the chunk out. We run this city, right? And he goes. So you think we are going to be like the Trump brothers, huh? He goes. I. You mean the the Chump brothers? Yeah. You know, <laughs> because Avon did not want. You know. I, I want my corners. Yeah. Is really the way to say it. Okay. We got two different things to hit you with. One is my bracket, which has a great historical record, is still going to be available for just $64, but for you, $4, because you're going to get a coupon here that takes it down to 4 But you know what? Some people say, RJ, last year wasn't your best year. You're right. So I'm bringing in a ringer. Not from the ringer. AJ who is a college basketball specialist. If you've listened to SOVAM, you know that. If you followed him in years past, you know that. But he's going to prove it on this show, too. He knows his shit, as they say. And we're going to get his bracket and combine them for $4. That's $2 a bracket, AJ. it's a good deal. It's about as good as they get. I don't even got to say anything else except the coupon code and then the second offer I'm making you. Okay. Dream60. Dream preview? Yeah. $60 off is the point. It's not 60% off. It's 60 off. 64 takes you down to four. And I promise you, there'll be hundreds of people buying this that don't listen to the pod, crazy, for 64. This is always our biggest seller of the year because people love the brackets in my history. Now we are bringing in an AJ. The second offer, by the way, you buy this just like anything else you go to pregame.com go to buy picks i don't have a page cuz i don't this is the only thing i sell all year literally the only thing i sell all year i believe in it that much hopefully aj will be good cuz i'm going to be cribbing i'm going to be taking a hybrid with my you know i'm going to look at my stuff and if you got a guy going to like a team to the elite 8 and i got him losing the first round maybe i make a late change okay
2: Collective IQ? I didn't know if you were going to use mine to, to help with your bracket. I for thought sure, yeah, you wanted them separate. Sure. Okay.
0: No, it's going to be separate. I'm not going to use yours when I make mine, but I'm not an idiot. <laughs> right? If, if you're going way you, against Do you think I've watched more college basketball than you this year? Is that what you're saying? Here's the beauty of it. <laughs> I can give you this bracket stuff. Well, I guess you have to update it every year, but this is all, and I've said this before, this is all about the math of it. There's 64, yep. they go to 32. What happens and what doesn't happen? You know what I might do, Fez? I found something in Excel. It's a solver. Mm-hmm. right? So I'll give you an example real quick what I did today. We are thinking, how much do we decay prior weeks? So let's say last week's 100%. Now, is two weeks ago 100 still? And at what point do you start thinking it's less important? I think you got to drop every week to some degree because it's not as recent. Sure. right? In the NFL, let's say, right? I agree. Okay, I think any sport. I I think
3: I think Gonzaga, like St. Mary's, losing by forty against Gonzaga in their last game should count a little more than how they played back in November.
0: Especially in in college basketball, because teams change so much because of the young players now, Mm -hmm. right? From from November, but here's the thing: you don't know how how much it decay for sure. So what we can do now in Excel is you download a special pack, add it in. It's, It's 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 called the Solver. And you've heard this in poker, poker solvers, where they have like six variables and the human mind can't figure it out, but they actually will figure it out through the computer Mm. what the right play is, right? Optimal game theory stuff. Mm. So you can put in like six variables that you're contributing to your power rating and say, computer, go through every possible permutation where let's say it's one to 100, you can uh, weight it, right? Mm. And it's gonna go through, well, let me see, 100 times 100, right? Times 100 times 100. It could check every permutation and see what the correlation is to the results over the span of your data. We, Mackenzie and I have spent hours going, try 59 here and 58 there. You know, mm-hmm. It goes through it like in three seconds, and it gives you the <laughs> optimal output. Mm-hmm. I might do that for my brackets. Mm. Yes, there's a third bracket. The compute no. Okay. I'm serious about doing it though. Our second offer is well, wait a minute, March Madness is here. Don't you want to get Fezic stuff? Don't you want to get AJ stuff? Dave Esler, etc. Good fella? What do you do? Well, we have Madness 20. That's M A D N E S S 20. And what do you get? 20% off anything. Now, for example. Now, actually, looking at this, I think it's actually only off of... Or well, this is even better, because I didn't think they were going to offer this. The all-access for March Madness is 179 which is everything for the whole month. And that's the uh, NIT? Yep. How many tournaments are the CBI, CIT. Yeah. It's one
3: they come up with to, give, to break the record. <laughs> <Don't> do <laughs> Let's
0: it. hope not. Now... Fez, I'm guessing, I haven't looked at the exact data, I'm guessing you kill those non-NCA tournaments because
3: you're getting steam. I will go back and, and exactly, the...
0: I, it, it's 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 tailor made for a guy like you that that knows people that knows people at Detroit Mercy, or, and it's the
3: it's, one time a year that Mr. Fez will come in. Typically, on more overs than unders in these NIT type tournaments, Ooh. it's almost like
2: bowl season. You can handicap motivation for teams that aren't in mm. the bowls
0: that matter. And sometimes you have te- teams that have a hosting a home game that are on spring break yes. and there's no fans there. That's always right. interesting. <laughs> exactly. All right. So it's $179 typically for Fez or for AJ. You get it for $143, 20% off, Madness 20. So if you want, for $4, it's easy, Dream 60. You can just do all caps to make it simple, and that's $60. Or Madness 20, all caps again, makes it easy. And you can use that for anyone's March Madness package or more than one if you want to get AJ and Fez. And next time, when there's not so much basketball, we'll talk about some hockey or some baseball. Baseball. Because let me tell you. But for now, for now, enjoy this show. I think it was one of our best off-season conversations. Forgetting my best bet, which, again, I gave a monster. I think we talked more good stuff. Listen up. Enjoy. Conference tournament in the NCAA basketball. One week before the NCAA tournament, this is what you call March Madness. And we got the expert to my right, A.J. Hoffman. Off a big NFL season, but he knows basketball college even more. Well, hopefully.
2: I I certainly know more. (laughs) I I, I watch. I mean, it consumes my life,
0: especially this time of year. Well, listen, you got to be watching Furman. Yeah, or Detroit Mercy. If you like, well, they're done. Hey, by the way, we got to talk about that. You know, the guy had a chance to beat. You saw that Pistol Pete? Yeah. What a story.
2: We we said he would need twenty five hundred points in his last game to break Pistol
1: Pete's points per game record.
0: So uh, (laughs) that's a good one. That's a good one. But still, it would have been.
1: (laughs) Well, if they put them in like the CBI or whatever, just to get them a game. That I'll would be, be very That would be horrible.
0: Oh,
3: Why? So, so, it's a good story.
2: No, I don't think That a guy broke in a record in six years that a guy set in three? No, that's not a good story. Well, oh, it was five, five, years. five years. Five years that he set in three. All right,
0: so as you heard, to my left, Scott Seinberg and in the middle, Steve Fazek, two time Super Contest champion. Go ahead. Thoughts?
3: AJ watched it on ESPN, the guy chasing the record. Yeah, but it's the sanctity of the numbers. Oh, right? Come on. What do you mean? There's like the three point shot. It's there's no sanctity. Yeah, but if
1: it was in the NCAA tournament, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have a problem. If 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 his team made it to the, the big mm-hmm. dance, no issue. But to put them in like a third or a fourth tier invitational tournament, but would they?
0: Are they? Do they deserve? To oh be God, in? no, no. Then no. Then yes. I mean, that's <laughs> well, what I'm the saying. only
1: thing they would probably get into is yeah, like maybe the CBI four, or the. They're fourteen and nineteen. <laughs> yeah.
0: so, so that's what I'm saying. If it, but if there is a fourth level and they got in legitimately, then I think it'd be fair. But like you said, it's not. No. It wouldn't be. Fez, here's the thing. The fact that there's a three-pointers and the fact it took them five years to even get close means that it makes that record even more sanctified. It's like, because if it doesn't get beat here— it probably will never get beat because unless there's another pandemic, no one's going to have five years. You
3: know, it's it's a great point, and also if anyone's good enough to set this record, they're probably going to head to the NBA after their junior well, yeah. year anyway. After, right? after their
0: junior year, yeah,
3: if, if they're still around halfway yeah. through their freshman year, they'll stop playing. Exactly. Right?
0: All right, we got a big show here. We're going to talk, and AJ is going to lead the conversation about conference. Tournaments, how to approach them. We're going to have an identification of a couple teams that have a real motivation, or maybe they have a motivation for a game or two and not after that. All right. Also, there's, is it 13 teams in the tournament now? 13 teams have locked up a seed. Or and there's a, a 14 St. Mary's that we know has an at large probably. Yeah. So that means 14 teams in, we're going to be picking the, or he, AJ, the three overrated teams. The three underrated teams. And a little Fezzik feedback here, or at least his idea in production, was let's see who's fast paced. Cause these are going to be double digit seeds for the most part. Do they play fast or slow? Why why does that does that matter, Faz?
3: Because if the total's one sixty, Duke is gonna cream you when they play you. Duke.
0: Yes, they're not making the tournament, are they? They're gonna make Duke's it. Duke's
3: yeah. probably a, Duke is probably the wrong example. So if if you're playing Arizona, they're gonna destroy you if it's a high total. But if you're a slow plotting team, you might be able to hang around if the uh, if you if you're slow paced, have a better chance.
0: So something that is so obvious it, that's not accounted for in the line. You think?
3: I think it is accounted for in the line, uh, uh, but not but enough. Not enough. Yes.
0: All right. We're also gonna talk opportunities in baseball and it's just because next week we won't be able to so we're doing it early scott who's a baseball aficionado and expert is already been thinking this stuff through you should have heard it in pre-production we're like talking it's like well let me tell you this seventh guy that's (laughs) slowest to do because fez goes who's the slowest pitcher and i'm thinking what the combine are you worried about the 40 <laughs> right. and then i'm like and then then scott goes do you mean the um f- where the speed the ball gets to the play you know nolan Ryan being fat it's like, no, in between pitches. And you think, wow, that that's you know because of the sh- the clock now. And he's like, well, and he like he, he t- hits his keyboard like three times <laughs> and goes, the slowest is so-and-so. It's Giovanni like, Gallegos. Exactly. He's going
3: to have to speed up dramatically. This is going to be a shock. He's going to have to be on amphetamines <laughs> to pitch.
0: AJ's going to give us two best bets, one best bet in his portfolio. This one might seem familiar to you guys, by the way. It's one I've been preaching about. Did you give it out somewhere else? I'll pick another one. Hmm? No, I'd, I like that you're following me. I didn't... I never heard you why, say this why would I deny? Why would I deny the listeners a pick that's endorsed by me? Well, I would say if they've already got it, I'll, I'll find something different. Well, I... I- what you th- you think? I'm doing a little rogue podcast. That you don't I don't know. I've about? never, the only
2: you, team I've heard you say that you liked that I didn't like was TCU. Oh, you,
0: it's nice to say that real with a lot of bass in your voice now because they had After some the internal problems. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting. Okay. Speaking of that, but the opposite. We're going to be talking the Bills a little bit, but we're going to be doing more than that. We're going to go with the odds to win each division. They're out at multiple books. We're going to go through each of the divisions, tell you their favorites, and tell you the big signings. Do we like it? Don't we? Obviously, Lamar Jackson, obviously Mr. Daniel Jones. It's a packed show. And finally, best bets. Fez, you're going to have something, right?
3: XFL. Going to tell you who's going to win the league.
0: Well, that – oh, And, Scott, you got anything for us? Well, I guess baseball you're going to have things. I'll give a, I'll give uh, one little nice long-shot MVP candidate. Oh, I love those. That's one of the first – like, it was about a year ago where I started listening to you, and it was like, I like those, like, 50-to-1s. Even though none of them hit yet, you only <laughs> yeah. need one. But I like the rationale. Yeah. I like that. And I'm going to give a best bet. I, Fez, you got to be honest. You didn't like it initially. You're like, this is growing on me.
3: Yeah, exactly. Well, part of it is that I'm anti-future. So my get off my lawn. You know, it's like I don't want to bet that. And the more I was thinking about this one, I'm like, yeah, yeah. You know what? If you would have just asked me, what Fez, what what would you have set the odds to be? I would have come up with a much lower number than the number currently available on one said team.
0: Yeah, I think. I mean, the current odds are like five to one. I think that they're gonna close less than three to one mm. is my prediction. Wow. Wh- which might be a fun thing post NCA tournament, which is we look we all do a draft, but it's a draft of the odds that day versus the odds the Thursday morning kickoff of the first game. So we're not predicting anything except with the way the market's gonna move. Yeah. Now that will and be great
3: based upon it. Who cares if they actually win?
0: we well, who we'll care? But I mean, it's 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 a you know. But you're right. This won't be about winning. It will be about giving people ideas about do you bet it now or do you bet it right. later. This sounds great for you and Fez. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but if anything, maybe you guys counterpunch. We're, we're, like, We'll give you McKenzie. Okay. <laughs> Basketball's going to be over. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, we'll give you McKenzie. You only got days. three weeks. <laughs> All right, let's get to it. I think we start with the NFL. Let's start with the Giants. That's a surprise. Scott from New York. I think this is a disaster. <laughs> I, I think that this has gone as poorly as possible for the Giants. There's only one possible situation that makes this even defensible i would make the case that this is like 25 if someone was asleep for 25 years and woke like george young i think was a gm with the giants way back some young his name was young you know who i'm talking about George Young. Yep. yeah if he was somehow cryogenically frozen and they woke him up but he was like not all the oxygen got to his brain and when he was asleep for 25 years and he was a little groggy? Because let's be honest, I get groggy after a full night's sleep. Mm. Imagine if you are asleep for 25 years or whatever. I don't even know if he's dead yet, but you know what I'm saying. This is what he would have done in the five minutes before they froze him again. Defend it. In the
1: current market of the NFL, the current situation that you're in, <laughs> you either have to pay for a quarterback or you don't have one at all. That's the reality. And I've always said, and we, you hear it all the time, it's not who you are, it's when you are. And if the Giants did not pay Daniel Jones, they would not have a quarterback. And so they're better off today than they would have been
0: if they did not sign Daniel Jones. Forget about the money, because
1: it's Monopoly money. Forget about
0: it. What do you mean Monopoly money? It, it, it's a hard cap. Yeah, the but dollar... they have cap space. Then This is not hurting their cap space right now. I'm confused because that was the only that was the second scenario I thought could be possible is if they front loaded this deal mm-hmm. because they got so much cap space and then they get them for like 25 million in the last couple years but it's the opposite supposedly they're only doing 15 million against the cap this year but it's
1: only the the deal is not 160 guaranteed yeah, but it is 2 years yeah, guaranteed yeah it's 2 years guaranteed but it's also heavily incentivized so there's a chance he only makes ninety four or $94 million whoa, 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 in this deal. Wait,
0: wait, Let's look at there's that.
1: There's $70 million in incentives.
0: That's So you're saying the 160 only $90 million?
1: Like, no, no, no. There's, there's $82 million fully guaranteed. Okay. Then he's got $94 million guaranteed. Okay. So the Giants can get out of this deal oh, $94 million. What I'm
0: saying is let's assume he has average years the next two years. Mm-hmm. Is the lack of incentives going to be that he doesn't get paid near forty million?
1: No, I mean I, I think the incentives are I guess added on to the contract. So but it's, it's an addition to the forty. I I believe. That. <laughs> All
0: right. So this is something that uh, Pro Football Talk said. Um, if Jones performs in twenty twenty three as he did in twenty twenty two, he will earn another one point seven five million in incentives. And another 1.75 for 24 because it triggers something else. So, like, oh, three and a half million more. Oh my gosh.
1: If he, but if he plays that way to earn that money, aren't the Giants satisfied? But that
0: is, no, yes. But. That's the point, though, that, that that part that's variable that only goes up and down yeah. with it is only that little tiny portion. Mm-hmm. So it's a like 40 and then maybe more. So but, if
3: he plays worse, they take away 1.75 yeah. mil,
0: right? They don't take anything Whoa. away, but even that wouldn't have been enough. Right? I the
1: Giants made the playoffs this year and won a playoff game mm-hmm. on the road against a 13-win team.
0: but how many? And then teams-
1: lost to the team that won the NFC and went to the Super Bowl. They re-signed that quarterback. It sounds
0: like he, sounds like he had that one planned. They, that was, they, that was they, well said. Well, they
1: re-signed that quarterback. That quarterback, who in this offense, in the Brian Dable Mike Kafka offense, is what they need. If you replace Daniel Jones with a different quarterback, you're not going to get the production that he gave you. Yes, you might have a quarterback that might pass for more yards. And the why Giants, do you say
0: pass like with a sneer, like pass? For
1: because because it's overrated. Because <laughs> Daniel Jones's running ability. Like th- th- look at the rushing yards for quarterbacks last year. Justin Fields is in a different category. That guy set records, right? You had Josh Allen rushed for 762 yards, Jalen Hurts 760, Daniel Jones 708. He gave you ex- he gave you as much running ability as Josh Allen and Justin Fields and uh and 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 uh Jalen Hurts did.
0: On a scale 1 to uh, ranking 1 to 32 mm-hmm. starting quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah. Where do you put Daniel Jones? In the 10 to 15 range. If I just, what do you got? 15th. Okay. So is the 15th quarterback supposed to be making 40 a year?
1: No. But again, it's supply and demand. If they,
0: but it's not supply but, and demand because they could have franchised him on the non-exclusive. No one was paying him. No one would have first-
1: paid him. So then they then they would have paid him 30 million dollars $2. for this year. Uh-huh. And then if he did this year what he did last year and gets them back to the playoffs. It, it him.
0: It couldn't be more than 48
1: Then what are you paying him ne- the next year?
0: Not, it couldn't be more than 48 which would even it would equal it out. And it, But you are gaining some – if he does play as good, I don't know, but let's say a little better – you're right. You'd rather have that third and fourth year. But
2: we've seen one year of really good Daniel Jones and well, three have years. Have we,
0: of... or did we have we seen a half a year? But,
2: yeah. And then three years of not very good Daniel. But like three this, years. Of...
3: I don't There's a reason those. they didn't have a fifth year con- I can't, uh, pickup can't, on this guy. I can't
1: count those three years. What, what, this was his first year with Brian Dable, and we saw the jump that he made. Now, they, this is a guy who, literally, who are you replacing him with that is doing better last year Is he than better he than did? Jimmy G? For the system that the Giants run, yes, is he better than Derek Carr? No
0: way. Derek Carr went He's four years. Derek Carr went four <laughs> years, one fifty. Mm-hmm. Daniel Jones got four years, one sixty. Like, well, and Mackenzie makes a good point on our little screen here. If he plays as well as he did last year, the whole contract will be one seventy two, one hundred seventy two oh. sticks. You know, you talk about incentives. I
3: like quarterbacks on contract years. I like quarterbacks playing for something; they play better. Shocker. So do running backs. So I mean, look at Josh Jacobs running like his life depended upon it this you know this year. As soon as you give somebody a guaranteed contract, I will boldly predict those rushing yards that he doesn't rush for the same yards as Hertz does this coming year. You'll see. He'll want re- He'll
0: want to redeem himself. He. It probably feels good to not be hated. Right, No York's for five fifty. New York's a tough city. The right?
1: guy took you to the playoffs. Went on the road against a thirteen win team. Threw for oh, three. it was the we
2: Vikings. He stopped. Stop. You know, he, he, said, you notice he says thirteen yards. win team instead of saying the Vikings. He
1: threw for three hundred <laughs> yards and almost ran for a hundred yards in that game. Where'd you have the Vikings win power win. rated, Fez? This is they're a mediocre 18. team. How yeah. many <laughs> quarterbacks are going on the road throwing for three hundred yards and rushing for seventy eight yards and winning a playoff game? How many? What is it now? Throwing for 300 yards and rushing for over 75 yards and winning a playoff game on the You run. know, to be fair— because I believe he became the first quarterback in NFL history to do
3: that. To be fair, if we're going to rip on all these quarterbacks like poor Lamar that can't win a playoff game, when you do win a playoff game, you probably got to give him some How credit. many playoff wins does Justin Herbert have?
0: <laughs> quarterback— <laughs> Got to make the win, playoffs. Wins Herbert. and losses are not a quarterback stat, as the experts yeah. say. Now, um, yeah, well, see— this is interesting. Is that right? Wow. So this looks good for Jones. And this is going to be my ultimate like salvation of this deal would be. But the stat is QBR 75 is a tough score to get in one game. 5 of the last 7 games, he had a QBR over 75. You know something, look at um look at Justin Herbert. See how many in the last seven he had. This would be good. Can't wait. Now, here's what could redeem it. Dayball knows quarterbacks. He, he saw Josh Allen. If he looked at this guy and said he's nothing like Josh, he doesn't have a chance. He didn't only see Josh Allen. He was part of that maturation process. If he doesn't think he can get close to Josh Allen, why would you keep him? You wouldn't. So I kind of think this is – now, we don't know for sure if this came down from the high. Because mm-hmm. coaches don't have roster control. And, and, I,
3: and all the Giants receivers are always injured. You know, so –
0: That's they, another – you could say the least playmakers in the league, you could mm-hmm. almost say. But
3: now with all this cap space, go out there uh, and get
0: yourself some playmakers. Okay, so seven games, Daniel Jones over five, Herbert two. Mm-hmm. So that means he's bet more than double as good. My has to be. Wow. So Herbert's going to sign for, like, $18 I would guess. Yeah, that'd be a (laughs) good— All right. Um, The last piece of this is the running back. So part of the reason, supposedly, they didn't franchise him was they only had the one franchise, like Mm any team, and they got to franchise the the running back. Yep. What do you think of that move?
1: Had to. (laughs) You're paying him less than the top running backs in the league. So I think it's fair market price for Saquon for him, for him anyway.
0: How is that?
3: How that. is that fair? To, it seems like he's no, getting massively underpaid for one year for getting ten mil.
0: That's what I'm saying. But remember, there's only like five or six running backs getting more than ten mil. I, yeah. I
3: tell you, I'm not going to be a running back when I grow up. I'm going to be a linebacker. Well, <laughs> well listen, the Giants—they're they, underpaid too. The Giants, yeah. Giants <laughs> relative. You're right. You're, the Giants should have never drafted him anyway. I mean,
1: you don't draft a running back second overall.
0: It shows you when you get sunk cost when you make yeah. a mistake, it keeps perpetuating mm-hmm. upon but, itself.
2: but it's also so another example of you say they have to if the Giants didn't have this one season, like was anybody looking to to resign Saquon
0: Barkley like the two years prior? No, but he, he stayed healthy on the
1: field. Exactly. He stayed healthy. And Do he running backs
0: re-season. get healthier as they get older? Yeah, but he's not. But here's the thing. He's only what? Twenty five, twenty six. Twenty six. I mean, he's got three, you know, three good years left. He's 26.
3: He's 26. Yeah. yeah, so he's got a couple years left. Twenty nine years. Twenty nine. But like getting hurt denzo, unless you're named Adrian Peterson. You know, getting hurt
1: and not finishing those seasons also helps you save mileage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. That's true. <laughs> well, and what the you Think could, Bill Walton would have played late. But what the, in Gi- his career.
1: What, what the Giants could do now for this one year, is run him into the ground.
0: Oh, that, that's beautiful. <laughs> that's a beautiful sentiment. The CC Sabathia technique,
2: like when you when the Brewers had yes, CC Sabathia, they knew days? they weren't keeping him. They're like, "All right, you're going to pitch twelve <laughs> innings tonight, and then three days later, we're going to need you for at least eight. And it's just like, "What? You're
3: going to kill this guy? Well, he's not. Our, he's not going to be our team next year. Who cares?" Or such a custom, you know, at, out, um, athlete that that was <laughs> he was able to handle that sort of schedule.
0: The real analogy would be on Seinfeld when he w- was renting a car. And they said, "You want the insurance on that?" He goes, "I better get it because I'm going to beat the hell out of this <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's sad to think. You know, I, I'm not one that's a player empowerment like raw, raw. The you know the millionaires are getting. You know, the millionaires versus billionaires. But I would say that is insidious. Like, yeah, let's make sure we run him so he has nothing left because mm. you know. <laughs> um, it's funny if the players' union, could- Demarco Murray. Well, yeah, he you was know. a drop, big dropper off too. Yeah, is the, if the players you, here's the thing. I think they should actually have running backs designated where you can't have a fifty-year option, because this is the rationale. You you get them at the end of the first round. You ever notice how many running backs go at the end of the first? Because that yeah know? yeah. So it's like especially it seems like these Super Bowl teams always take one, and now you got four years cheap fifty-year options. Cheap, kind of you know, not bad either. Then you franchise the first time, that's cheap, and you get six. Years else when are you going to want more
2: up. than six years out of a running back? How much, like how often does it happen?
0: But to me, if you become an elite running back to get in the first round, I think generational. You should at least have enough. You never have to work at like Blockbuster. I guess there's no block, you know. But
3: do would have to change the whole rookie. Um,
0: they could just do it by position. I exactly.
3: Mean, they'd, yeah. have have a, they'd have to have. Uh, they'd to differentiate it by the,
0: the positions that you— Or at least that one, yeah, because
3: yeah. there's no other one like
0: that. Receivers can go even 33, 34. Yeah, I'm trying
3: to think if there's—who um, lasts the longest?
0: seems like old linemen well, last quarter, a long time. That and quarterbacks, yeah. because you don't need speed for either. Right, that's it.
1: All right. Free agency uh, radar for the Giants. Don't be surprised if Odell Beckham Jr. is back on the um, Giants. Mm.
0: I hear the Bills are going at him hard, too. Mm. We'll be talking Bills. AJ's got some defending to do. No, I'm not defending. Let's talk odds. All right. NFC East, the favorite, the Philadelphia Eagles. But you're getting plus money, plus 115. Now, we took a consensus between DraftKings, William Hill, and FanDuel. Plus 115. Cowboys, plus 180. Giants plus four fifty. Washington ten to one. Washington might be a sneaky Lamar team.
2: I said yesterday on SOVAM I said that I think that's the first the number one choice. That's where he should go. Why? uh because every everything it feels a it feels like an open division b they don't whoa, have an off way
0: this is a pretty di- there's three playoff teams in this division.
2: if you I mean if you add Lamar Jackson like what was the difference between the but three playoff it, teams and the the commander I keep forgetting what they're even called AJ what division's
3: harder than those three teams yeah that's what I'm saying what division's harder well,
2: okay not the AFC west anymore what I'm saying is the reason why the Commanders weren't in the mix with the other yeah. three teams, but the other three team, had great every... quarterbacks and they had Carson Wentz.
0: Right. So I think the comment about the rest of the division—that's the case with any division. If you don't have a quarterback, it's hard to win. If you have, it brings one to have you a to
2: parity with the rest of the division. Yeah, yeah. which is actually—I I should have worded it differently. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You're saying they're they're completely out of it without a yes. quarterback. I agree.
2: I agree. And Sam Howell isn't going to put you in it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, at least, but here's the thing: we haven't seen him. Except the one game, right? Mm -hmm. And the question is: Is that cause he was so bad? And they they, no, because they had, you know, uh, they had two quarterbacks that, or they paid one guy, or they, you know, they traded for him, went, and then Heineke Heineke was a cover machine. Was 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 a guy that had. So in a weird way, I don't think it's an indictment of how the fact that that he wasn't playing. Mm. Like in, in San Fran, I thought a couple years or two years ago, it was an indictment of Trey Lance because they didn't even have gadget, they didn't even have gadget sets for him. But Sam
2: Howell's a fifth round pick. Like, yeah, this is a guy who right, no right. one was expecting him to play last year, mm-hmm. and so the fact that now they're like, "Yep, this guy's going to be our starter," that j- it doesn't feel like that's going to work. No,
0: I agree, and I don't think he will be, right? Because a lot of this is fan expectation setting. Right. It's if you say, yeah, no chance how is gonna be how you think we're nuts, then what happens if somehow circumstances fall that you gotta be with how? Then it sounds like you you know, so yeah. all right. Fez anything jump out at you in those and and let's give the caveat to put up money. Now that you don't get paid till like January one, you better you better have a high threshold. I mean, first of all, you're betting ten bucks, twenty bucks, or what? That's fine. But if you're putting real money down, really
3: want a credit shop with big limits. Yeah, well, we don't. Yeah.
0: Now, is there any legal books that give credit?
3: (laughs) I am not a. Last time I checked, I don't have a law degree, so I cannot comment on the legality of such.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: No, I didn't ask that. I said, with the well, I, let's just say this with the with the license books.
3: There we go. Do you know any? none that I'm aware of? R- yeah. yeah. All right,
0: and listen, we all know you're not. I mean, some people call you a professional gambler, but
3: waste management consultant. So. <laughs> So I, I I do have a buddy that has had this account for like twenty years, a credit account, uh-huh. and so he's it started out with like a three thousand dollar limit, right? Mm-hmm. And so what would happen is he'd bet like college football totals and the like, well, very beatable, but you tie up your money, and he he essentially would go so all
0: win totals, win totals. Okay,
3: thank you. So he would tie up his money, and then he'd contact this guy and say, look, you know, I'm all in. Can you give me a, 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 bought my credit? You know, I've got all. And so basically every year he bets more of these. And so each and every year his credit doubles, triples because he's all in every single year. And so now he's got like a hundred thousand dollars. He only, this count. So the, so the
0: book is is more happy that they get the time value of money, even though he's killing them.
3: And they don't get the time value money because he didn't post it up. Oh, okay. So, so why
0: why does he still have this out?
3: Because they're they they are not paying any t- He Never bets more than like four hundred dollars, and he bets like he bets like fifty season wins on. He just uses that account. And he's never for been long paid. Term. He's never been paid out. He settles, he settles up at like the end of it once per year. Like the, the, all all those tickets, he'll he'll bet $100,000, hundred thousand. He'll win fifty two thousand, lose forty eight thousand, wins four thousand, meets with this man, collects it, and that limit stays. They don't reduce the limit because uh. that limit's been bumped so many times.
0: So, let me ask you this. You were talking before the show about how DraftKings, FanDuel, in general, they are pretty aggressive with limiting uh, winners. Now, I've heard, like with William Hill, is a good example, maybe stations, that some of these places are limiting guys that aren't even winners. So, there's two things... I think to think about how these books are doing this. One is what's the true threshold that they're saying, get this guy out of here mm-hmm. or 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 bring, a lot of people want to say they don't kick anyone out, so they bring the limits down like to a dollar or whatever, right? So
3: it's $16.12. It makes no sense. So, yep. well,
0: it does make sense because effectively <laughs> they can say they never threw anyone That's out. That's right. So, um to me, if someone's a, a a proven winner, I don't think the books are obligated to to take their action. I agree. So, the question is, how fair? Are they throwing out the baby with the bathwater? So, in general, when you hear about um, these books, maybe give us like twenty seconds each about the lay of the land out there. As in, who are they throwing out? And yeah,
2: something you said just it really sits wrong with me. That you're like, I feel like they shouldn't be like, if, if you're a proven winner, you shouldn't. They should be able to ban you or what? Like,
0: yeah, well, it's a, I mean, what, what could be the argument the other way?
2: It's like saying. We don't let people over three hundred
0: pounds eat at our buffet. Okay, because it's a loss. But tell that to Joey Chestnut. But I mean, that's it's. Let's think. But see, heavy set people in theory are a protected class. Now, if they said it's nothing about your weight, but we're going to actually tape you eating. And we're going to do a computer analysis of how what your caloric consumption is. And if you're over a certain amount. Like if you come in here
2: twice and you eat more than your caloric amount that you're allowed, yeah. you're not back a third. Like,
0: I don't know. It just seems crazy to me. Like, that's. But doesn't every place have a thing that says we have the right to refuse service to anyone? I mean, I'm not saying that's the law, but I, I think it's interesting with protected classes, right? You can't say, well, because you're this minority, you can't come in. But in general, it'd be kind of demented to say no. You've got to take this guy's action, you know. And all they would do is just put everyone's posted limits at like a low amount, and then say, "and It's our discretion to give people more," you know. So, I don't know. Let's just say this: if Fez is saying, "Yeah, you know, I, I got it," I know it. I was
2: surprised he said it. it. Just it doesn't sound right to me that like I could walk up and place a bet. And then Fez could walk up at the same time and try to place the same bet, and they could say, "Okay, you are good, not you." That just it feels but all wrong. The times,
0: all the times you can't get into the clubs on the strip—that's happening to you, right?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, if, if you're if you're with Listen, uh, I walk in with the girls around
0: my arms. I was gonna say, you <laughs> walk in right with two pretty in,
2: girls, yeah. you're Let's in. Go. If you don't, yeah, good luck.
0: <laughs> Fez, what what's your rationale? Like, because in a way you're being reasonable about it, in my opinion. What's you thinking on uh, of saying, you know, yeah, they can't force you to, you know.
3: They, it, it's up to the business model, and I respect
0: that. So, well, why it, isn't it like a, like a illegal issue? Either? Why why shouldn't they? You have the right in a way. Your rights are being uh repressed.
3: Well, I think you nailed it. You're you pretty much every business restaurant has the right to refuse no shirt services. No shoes, as, as, no, shoes no shirt, no. Nice. No sleeves. Oh, Love sorry, it. Fez. Live it. <laughs> know it, Spicoli. Um, So the the bottom line is that some places like Circa here in Vegas have a business model take on all comers, and they get a lot of great PR by that because most of it come from you. You go from well from all the sharps because you go on their app, and it, you know what it says ten thousand dollar limit on XFL the day of the game, and that's what you, I can bet it. R J can bet anyone. Can bet it. So
0: that one doesn't even make sense to me because like Cantor had the model of okay we'll take the big bets because if we have the biggest limits and we accept anyone's bets we know more than anyone else about who the big boys want to bet Yes, and uh, Colbert at the time a guy I did a lot of radio with a guy you know he hasn't been in Vegas uh, that I know of for a long time but you know we had meals he was pretty forthcoming about that part of the rationale of that was if we're the biggest limit, we're never getting the dummied play. Whereas not only are we getting the bet, like if someone else is taking bets from Billy, they don't know if this is really his true action or him trying to move the market.
3: Yeah, spotted. So for those who don't listen to the Dream preview, we've been through this many times, but the line is painted six and a half, and Billy Walters wants to take seven. And he's like, oh, it's time to dummy up this or game. Or let's say Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. So you know what? If if the limit is fifty thousand at bookmaker and five hundred thousand at Circa, it's probably going to be rather expensive to try to dummy it up the screen by laying the six and a half at Circa when he can just bet fifty thousand at Pinnacle and bookmaker. They'll go to seven, and a whole bunch of other books will copy. It's only going to cost him a hundred thousand dollars to move that market to seven. It's going to cost him half a mil to do it against Circa. So
0: the equation is. The book needs to be an influencer, mm-hmm. but whatever influencer has the lowest limits, you'd probably want to hit there because you're getting the bang for the buck. Because people, oh look, pinnacle moved that—that's meaningful. People are moving on air to follow it, oftentimes, but you don't have to spend as much.
3: Exactly. Probably the poster child is well-respected pinnacle opening college basketball totals two hundred fifty-dollar limits, so you can go ahead and move those two points. By investing five hundred dollars, and then the whole market tags along on overnight lines.
0: Yeah, but what's the most you can get? That I mean, you'd have it. I guess that's interesting. The ratio of the overnights for the NFL or the, the you know the early lines on Sunday night versus the game day versus two fifty totals versus the game day. I bet they're about the same ratio, yeah, prob- right? Pro- probably. say so. the one. C- com-
3: the complexity of is these white labels that just copy what you know what one books line is and if you've got 100 well, friends
0: yeah they're on an or they're on a feed that actually is pegged to the a, a certain books line
3: exactly right so you go out and say all right we're going to go ahead and play rutger's over and if you've got 100 friends you get $500 times 100 in action down and then you can chop it up so you can see how valuable it is to get the number that you want
0: and that's where and correct me if i'm wrong some of this real serious play with props that seems like it's chicken feed that why would a group or a small group be doing that except they might have 100 outs that will take 100 a bet and now you're you know got 10,000 on it
3: and that's really the only way you know in pre-production we were talking about how hard it is to make a living just betting on traditional bets because think about it, you hit 54%, that's darn good, right? You bet 10,000, that's a big bet. You know, your ROI is only 3%. You're only making $300 in the long run on every one of these $10,000 bets. It's hard to eat based upon, you know, that business model So
0: You're saying a 3% ROI? 3%, yes.
3: Mm. That's what 54% is. So 52.4 is break even. Mm-hmm. Call it 52.5. Take the difference to 54, multiply by 2. That's your ROI.
0: Yeah. yeah. So um speaking of big bets... You have has there been any market movement with our bet on it was your originating of it of the uh, team will lose 100 games?
3: Yes, so I bet -290, minus, 290, minus we,
0: 320. We,
3: we bet. We bet. We bet minus 350 <laughs> and minus 380 all the up to, the way up to minus 400. Will team any team lose a hundred games.
0: So wait, you well, you said you had twenty dimes on it, at, but was that all the way up the scale there?
3: Yes, because it was a two. I'm betting this against Caesars, mm-hmm. and they have a, to win a two thousand dollar limit. So I bet. I, I started out betting what fifty eight hundred to win two thousand, mm-hmm. and then they moved the line. and I bet to win another two thousand. So I bet like a risk six thousand, so then I risk your, seven. What was your cost eight.
0: average on that by like minus three forty? Okay, all right. So, and now where is it? Minus five fifty. Well, you were saying that you thought if Circa opened it, that, that they'd open it at minus five hundred. Yes. So do you think you think it's pat? Is it's it's, a, it's properly priced now? No. You still, uh, think I, still value? I
3: still think there's value. I, I think it'd be a minor miracle for every MLB team to um, avoid a hundred
0: losses, or for none of them to have a. Yeah, yeah, I didn't
3: know how to say. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a good.
0: Well, so hey. You gave it out. So what? What was your price that you gave it out at last? Minus four hundred. Okay. Okay. Interesting.
3: And that's by the way, we talk about operators. So Circus, my number one favorite operator.
0: Yeah, hey, we're not looking for the Fez's top ten, but go ahead.
3: But <laughs> by, by what well, business models? And <laughs> and what's very interesting, Caesar slash William Hill used to be much more, you know, looking to back off, not take action from the pros, and they had a. They, a, a really a shift about a year ago, they weren't taking my action, some others, and now they welcome my action. So they are much more taking bigger limits from almost everybody.
0: There's a merger, right? And Caesars was a shop that really was not doing anything serious for like over a decade. If I, I mean, what I'm saying is they were copying numbers, they were. Yeah. Now, William Hill was a retail shop. They were serious, but they were retail, you know, so they, they were going for the $100 player, you know, to, you know, a focus We're circa not as much. Um, since this quote unquote merger, which takes time for them to come together, are there two different op Like if you go to an old William Hill or you go to Caesars, is it the same line now?
3: It's the same line. I never know whether to call it the Caesars or the William Hill line. Yeah,
0: but for a while yeah. there, they had different lines? Yeah,
3: but now they're one and the same. Uh, but and... they are different in, in other states. They, they, they set, okay. put up put Caesar slash William Hill up different lines in Colorado than in Vegas.
0: Okay. So the people who were, like, like um the people, well, the dude who does a lot of radio, he was with Cal Neva. Uh, what's his name? I, um, Bogdanovich. Yeah, Nick. Um so is Nick still there? Yes. Okay. Well, I bet he enjoys that more because oh, Nick's sure. always had gamble in him. I'm I mean, sure. I'm
3: sure. And, and and frankly, depending upon who's approving the bets, you just never know. Like Circa shows you what the limit is. Uh, like when I made that baseball bet, I didn't know what the limit would be. Where were they going to take to win? Two, I, I I asked for more, and they said two thousand. Right up right on the app, it says two thousand dollar limit, please. And that was just whoever was operating you were that able, day.
0: You were able to bet that through the app. Yes. Oh, I like it. So how much are you going to put on my uh, best bet? Not that much. Well, I don't, wow, don't want to give it away,
3: but I think you know, we're going to talk about that. Yeah, coming up. I, like it. I, yes. I like it. I
0: like it. I want to hear what AJ thinks. Not, not now. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's coming up. All right. Let's continue. And It's time to talk Lamar. Um, I want to get everyone else's thoughts first because I got some strong opinions on that. Let's talk odds first. Bengals favored plus 130. There's been a real reevaluation of the Bengals. You know, I I I was I'm kind of demented. <laughs> I listened to about twenty hours this weekend of in season podcasts, like like week twelve of this season, because well, one there was one little ten minute part I wanted to I re listened to I needed to. And then I started listening. I go, this is fascinating. You know, when people are just playing wrong, they're like, like you hear people saying, well, the lines are eliminated, you know? And, and it's like, it's only made sense, right? They started so poorly. And then you hear things like, well, no way that can happen. And it just does. But one of the things that really strikes me is the Bengals were being talked about as not making the playoffs when they were about week 10 and they had a murderer's row schedule coming up. It was a New England Pittsburgh was the easy game, twice again oh, Kansas City they had mm-hmm. to play and then um they had two against Baltimore. It was mm-hmm. like a, and and then the Bills. So it was like it was like the horrible schedule and they just won, I mean, I guess all those games except the Buffalo and they were leading and then they went into Kansas City and pretty much played a coin flip. I mean, you could, I think it's very possible since he was the best team last year.
3: I, I think you're right. And I think what happened is that there's a narrative that most of the time when we see a team come, come from out of nowhere, right? Historically, not a contender. Carolina Panthers. They make the Super Bowl and then they lose. With Cam. Yeah, they go right back into being the Carolina Panthers. They can't continue it. It's just like, they, for whatever reason, they had their miracle year, and they're in the playoffs, and their quarterback got sacked seven times, but somehow they they, they, they won the game. But it's, it's, it's unsustainable. It just won't continue. And the Bengals, in many ways, are the exception to that rule, where it was sustainable, and a lot of it is just, you know, their coaching is better than we thought, and Burrow is phenomenal. Yeah,
0: and... <clears throat> I agree with everything you're saying. I think the difference with the Bengals is they weren't a team that was that going all in that year with the contracts, and mm-hmm. and a lot of teams are. I mean, I'm, we'll talk Bills a little bit. I think the Bills are in trouble. I'm looking to fade the Bills. And you know what? I think it's very possible the Bills were the best team last year. I mean, they, they were near the top, if not on the top of most power ratings, mm-hmm. even at the end of the year. They're laying six against the Bengals. Think about that. I mean, and still, on that Monday night game... Um, Playing two and a half and in and a half the jungle in Cincinnati, the jungle. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like it's like I think the Bills could have been the best team. I think the Bengals could have been. I think Philly could have been, sure. and I think KC could have been. Yes, and and I mean, who, and some were saying San Francisco. No, no, I think that's valid. I mean, yeah. with Purdy, I think it could have been San Francisco. I think that's it. Like, I don't even know who the next team is there, right? Dallas.
3: Dallas had like two, uh, two weeks where yeah.
0: where they were like starting to
3: be on the cusp and then they faded. Yeah, the defense got worse. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well that was and the funny thing about Dallas, that was the one team that was good the year before. Yes. That felt like they dropped off. Like every team like was loaded to bear and they weren't. By the way, last two years, regular season wins, stack rank it. Where's the Cowboys? One to 32. Like most wins last two years. Where do they rank? Top five? Three. Yeah. Second. Only Kansas City wow. has more wins than them. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a good stat. It, yeah. I heard, I can't remember where I heard that, but that, that, I think it was a PFF thing. But that's interesting. So more than the Bengals. Yeah. 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 Well, remember, the yeah. Bengals were a wild card. Yep. Yeah. Well, I guess so was Dallas, both. Yeah, but they did. won 12 games. <laughs> the Cowboys were a wild card winning 12 games.
2: Right? Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, um, okay. So I think the Bengals are someone to look uh, at, and of I, the and
2: Vikings are right up there, Scott. The, mm-hmm. the Bills, the Bills had the same as the Cowboys with one less game.
0: Oh, okay. Well, another reason they. they you know. <laughs> All right. So, um, or Pro Bills from AJ. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, that's <laughs> well, probably the
2: last you'll hear of it. you're we'll gonna get plenty a chan- of negativity. We'll in, have in a, a little chance bit. to
0: have AJ and the Bills here in a minute. Um, Lamar. So Faz, let's start with you, and then we'll go around the horn here. What you don't feel a need to be expansive. What's your thoughts? He's
3: he can't stay healthy, so he's top five quarterback when he's hundred percent. And He's I top don't, five if if a hundred percent. I don't I don't know, I don't know Let if he's me gonna, see your list. I well, he's not top five. I on know, my list. but I want to
0: see who you're he's saying. He's ninth. He's ninth. I understand, but what I'm saying is Mahomes, he, he's not better than Mahomes. Nope. Not better than Burrow. Nope. Not better than Josh Allen. Nope. Not better than Herbert. Nope. Even. Is he better than Hurts? Same. Same. I don't know. I've never seen him. Th- well, how's this sound? The guy he was in that MVP year was certainly as good as Hurts, yeah, if not better. You know, right up here. But that's. Cha- I mean, we got three years now after where the league has changed the way they defend him, mm-hmm. and it, and he hasn't come close to passing that way. Well.
3: Then they got Dak sixth, right? He's better than Dak if he's if he's
0: healthy. Mm, I think that's fair. Yeah, you, you're right. Because here's why I, I it didn't sound right. Is Brady's not on the list anymore, obviously, and Rogers isn't, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's two key, you know, and even two guys couple,
2: that have been at the top. for
0: Yeah, so it's thin, man. It's thin.
2: Raven, Ravens, forty-five and sixteen when Lamar plays, eight and thirteen when he does not. All
0: right. So, do you feel so? As you're saying, so if you were the Ravens, and let's just say this was a game in which you wrote a number down, Lamar wrote a number down. You flipped them over, and if your number, if his was below yours, you'd sign him. If not, he goes. Oh, what what would your per annual be? How
3: many years do I have to sign him to?
0: It can't be less than four, so let's say four. Yeah, they don't. No one does a three year deal. So four. Forty two. All right, so you're gonna go like up to in a, like if Dak resigned today, it'd be probably in that range. If maybe even a little maybe higher. More, yeah. Yeah. So you're gonna go now. How much do you attribute to Lamar's really good in the regular season, but playoff time, it's it's problematic?
3: It, it's a problematic question because the sample is so small, but it does seem there's something to it. I'm worried about well, this. Well, he, here's why know? I think
0: there's something yeah. to it, is if he can't pass from behind, every team, or almost every team that wins the Super Bowl has times that they have to throw from behind. Yes. So it sounds like you're pro Lamar. I,
2: I think 42 is insulting.
0: Okay, so what do you, what do you, how's this sound? Where do, let's not, because the, the numbers are, it's hard to know what numbers mean what, because every year they change. Yeah, well, let, and, let, and let me just say. This
3: is not look, 42 for this year, this is
0: 42 for, let me, for each and every year. No, he he no, he's I'm he's saying insulting as in it needs to be way higher. Kyler Murray
2: just point. got 46 million per year. Kyler Murray, who's done nothing
3: in this league. But if, if it was a one year, I, I might say fifty. You know, but then, but but four
0: years from now, I don't want but it. Fez what yep. you're saying is opposite, though, because the, with the inflation with quarterbacks, the theory is in four years he should be getting sixty. In four
3: years, he might be in a wheelchair, though. Okay,
0: so yeah. so your big point. Well, your big point. Lamar's. Is,
3: he's 26 years old. Well, he's but, an old 26.
0: Well, let's let, let's be honest. Tell me the, th- tell me in the history of the NFL. A thirty-year-old quarterback that's that was a run-first quarterback, Vic,
1: but he took some time off for obvious reasons. And <laughs> he took, some, and, Cho, he, was, and, he was away,
0: yeah.
3: and and he, he really was, reinvented he himself <laughs> in his MVP year. He was he was multi. I would not have called him a run quarterback. I mean, not certainly not run first.
0: Did he win the
3: MVP?
2: He was a contender. yeah. He's unanimous MVP, Vic. Oh, I'm talking about Lamar. No, yeah, no, he was a contender. I don't so think he, he
0: won. so there's no MVP year, yeah. but
2: he. What well, I think what Fez was saying was the Lamar's MVP year. He wasn't a run first quarterback. No, no, no. no I'm saying
3: Vic, in Vic's year when he just lit it up. He had a huge passing year also.
4: So,
0: yeah, and well, that was that was with that was with Philly. Yeah. Right? So it was Andy Reid yeah. with a very unique talented. Court. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to diminish him. I'm but what I know is when he was with Pittsburgh, which I think was his last team. Mm-hmm. He, he was barely serviceable sure. when he was, like, 34. He was 35 with Pittsburgh. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So I guess, I mean, Randall Cunningham, eh, he dropped on I me. Mean, Cole Pepper, he he got. He was fine at the end, but he wasn't running near as much. Or he was fine later. I mean, I don't know, you know? I don't
3: he, think Cole Pepper was ever a running quarterback,
0: though. Oh, he was very athletic. I mean, maybe we're talking, like, where athleticism was a huge chunk. Like, Steve Young was a running quarterback. Mm-hmm. Right, So, I mean, I think in general, to me, like what people don't realize is Aaron Rodgers, for example, used to be a running quarterback, even though he wouldn't run a lot. But if Mm -hmm. it's third and 12, Mm -hmm. maybe I just got to use different words, but if it's third and 12 and you can play perfect defense... Yeah, he was running for the first down. He can get that first. That is a backbreaker. Mm
3: -hmm. And now he can be in a playoff game and... He won't even scramble for the touchdown. Instead, he'll throw an incompletion. So,
0: is there, we got to have someone, to, if anyone out there wants to keep a tally of Fez's comments being negative or positive, <laughs> I, we got to see. It's,
3: like, say, I'm, say, I'm very, I've been very negative on Twitter, and RJ's like, you got to say something nice about somebody, Fez.
0: Jesus. Yeah. And, and
3: not about Circa. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just act like someone's going to
3: give you a bet. They're doing it. a great job at Circa, though. They really are. So say something Caesars.
1: Say something nice. Okay. Guys. The limits on XFL openers.
3: I mean The 0.2% comps at Caesars. I know that doesn't sound like a lot, but that's you know 0.2% more than anybody else gives me. All
1: right, all right. I think the thing with Lamar is that he obviously wants the guaranteed money, which is Deshaun Watson got the fully guaranteed contract, which was asinine. Uh Kylo Murray got massive amounts of guaranteed money. Even Russell Wilson got a lot of guaranteed money. Well, that- when you
0: say even Russell Wilson, at the time of that Sure, trade- sure,
1: sure, sure. Um, But in terms of, like, age and whatnot, like, you can understand Murray's younger and Mm -hmm. more potential. Uh, So he wants the guaranteed money. I don't know, because there was reports out there that the Ravens offered him, what, $250 million? Yeah, five-year, $250 million. And he turned it down because it was only, like, 100 guaranteed. Half of it guaranteed. Yeah, and so he wanted more. I don't think it's wise to give him that much guaranteed because he's a guy that has injury potential. And I don't want, I mean, Kyler Murray got hurt. I don't know if Kyler Murray is going to be the same quarterback again. They're on the
3: hook for $190 million guaranteed to him. So you're not insulted by my 42 a year number. It sounds like you're in the same I'd ballpark. I give him $60 million well, no, a year. No, I'm just, no, not, it's, I'm just no, not guaranteeing $250 no, But you got to guarantee it. This, I th- I'm, I'm assuming you meant that's what you meant. Are hey, you it right? guarantees as good as no, the guy I that makes it. And I meant, oh.
0: no, I meant normal guaranteed structure. Mm, okay, Watson obviously was an aberration. Yeah
3: Okay, like but- why
1: can't he get like what, what's wrong with the Russell Wilson deal? Russell Wilson got five years, two forty five, one hundred and sixty five guaranteed. What's wrong with that deal?
0: <sighs> I I'm not saying anything's wrong with it. Yeah. I've been a Lamar skeptic to some degree. Some of that is I'm a Steeler fan. Right, and I have seen Pittsburgh bottle him up. I think the more familiar you get with his style, the better these defenses are doing. I, I but he's still a good quarterback. I don't think he's as good in the playoffs because of the factors we talked about. Here's what I think. Let's talk about Watson because why did Watson get that? because it was the first time maybe ever that and a top five quarterback, and that's what Watson was perceived yes. as at that point, yes. Was on the effectively on the open market and
3: a young top five. That's a, not what, not, he's, not not a thirty eight year old. Two Joe years Mont- older than Lamar. But but yeah, but he's not Joe hey, Montana hey, about Jay, to retire. But you understand
0: the, the as a running quarterback that missed a big chunk of the last two years. There's questions about his durability, right? Sure, but there weren't those questions about Deshaun. No, because I, I, I guess if you want to call. The massage problems, durability. I mean, there was un, there was certainly uncertainty, issue. but potentially ethical considerations yeah. based on how you thought. We know the NFL doesn't spend too much time on that in their mind. They're, they're not literally punt thinking is this ethical? You know, it's just not. Usually billionaires got there because they don't care about those things. Often got to cut
3: some deals to get to a billion.
0: Yeah. So. Uh, and listen, we all love the NFL. It's it's what I said at the time when everyone got was just pontificating and and just being so sanctimonious about Watson. It was like, "Huh, you know what you could do? You could say I refuse to talk about the NFL for a year." Mm. And then, you know, if you got fired or whatever, you just say that's part of the price of my conscientious objection. I didn't hear any sports talk guys do that. It's interesting. And and really, that'd be a small thing. If for one year you had to go teach at a community college or something or go to some local station in Nebraska— like for your ethics, that's not like going to jail or anything. Like, I'd have a blast. A conscientious object. Oh, I maybe for a couple can, of days. Give
1: me like music. Give me like uh, top forty music in like Omaha. Yeah. <laughs>
3: there was a Mary Tyler Moore episode where they had a, they had a sportscaster come on. And she just talked about like women's gymnastics and the like. And and so and, is and,
0: she the one that became the Pac twelve commissioner? Oh, I uh. <laughs> So
3: they, they they fired her that after day one. They're like, you got to talk NFL and Fran Tarkington. She's like, no, I, I got to cover these other topics. And I'm like, well. Good I, luck in your next job.
0: Well, listen, Fred. I want you to thank you for keeping things current, at least with Mary Tyler Moore
4: yeah. and Fred
3: Tarkenton. Yeah.
0: Well, that was a contemporary <laughs> Minnesota. That was good, actually. I I think Mary Tyler Moore is one of the best shows ever, so I love it. Would you scoff at giving
2: Lamar the exact same money that Deshaun got?
0: Well, yeah, two <laughs> thirty guaranteed. because that because that was a artificial situation that doesn't get right. Look. Right now, the the Ravens have Lamar this year if they want him franchise. And again, now that it's a non-exclusive, that's the whole conversation. And next year, they could have him. So it'd be three years from now before he was free. Well, this happens
3: in Zillow all the time that you've got like a neighborhood that's hard to price and some fool buys some house for $5 million and everyone knows it's not worth that. Well, and now the, it the wrecks old, yeah. the whole – all the comps.
1: The old saying is you're only worth what some GM will pay you and all it takes is one GM to pay you. And then if one there's one general manager out there that makes the deal, guess what? That's how much you're
0: worth. Yeah, but let's be clear. Other people, I mean, the Browns were officially announced. It, I think it came from Watson's camp. The Browns were out, remember, when that went down. Yep. And then I think Atlanta was in the lead at that point, if, if I remember. You, what, you're right. Okay. And then the Browns came in and swooped mm-hmm. in.
2: And said, we'll give it to you all.
0: But how much better could it have been? Meaning, if you could go to Atlanta or go to the Cleveland, at the time, Cleveland was considered to be – like. Could be a Super Bowl. I yeah, mean, the roster. But, yeah. Yes, so complete. If anything, let's just say it was a, a coin flip between them because Atlanta's. I think culturally, people you know, a lot of people love Atlanta. I mean, there there is something about Atlanta. There's an appeal to
1: playing it. indoors too. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so let's say that it, Browns and Atlanta were a coin flip. The Browns would have came in one increment above wherever the Falcons were. So this all-guarantee couldn't have been that much more than what the Falcons were offering. So I don't think it's about one stupid franchise. I think they went up one level, mm-hmm. and they, it was probably 80% guaranteed. In, yeah. In, in and the, well, yeah,
1: maybe that's what it was. Maybe they were guaranteeing 80, and the Browns like, fine, we'll guarantee it all.
0: Yeah, So, but it, could, number, it, it wasn't yeah. going to be 50 up to the, the no, whole thing. Yeah. I mean, so I think it's just—when's the last time a quarterback this good has been— on the market we know the list drew Brees, when he had a shoulder that the miami dolphins wouldn't pass him for the physical right nick saban was there that swung everything they say and or it could be said and then you would say cousins who else who else has been broken peyton manning yeah yeah let's say uh, under 32 oh tom brady not not under 32.
3: 32 oh yeah okay
2: I wasn't listening. No. Oh wow. <laughs> Actually, does Drew Bledsoe fall into that? Because Tom Brady showed traded. up and made. Oh, did he? Oh, he yeah. was traded the to Bills, Buffalo. Yeah.
0: yeah. By the way, that's another thing. Anyone that says you shouldn't trade in division, Belichick had no problem trading <laughs> now. Yeah.
3: Like if you, you like if look I got the better guy, play those, play those guys. He knows.
0: I mean, Fez, let's say there was a way to physically put. Let's say you had physical tickets for all your bets, and you threw them in the middle. And then someone else threw them in, but they were color-coded so you know who's was who. And it was just like a wow, bizarre kind of bizarre, like a bazaar where the people are gathered, not just bizarre. And they're saying, hey, Fess, how about I'll give you these two for this one? Like you who are so good at valuing things, right? You'd be a mad. You'd want to make as many transactions as you could. Yes. And if someone wasn't so sure about how to value them, they'd be very cautious that they were smart. Sure. So if you're a great trader like Belichick, you want to trade in division because mm-hmm. you think you're getting you the got best. the
1: best of the deal. Yeah. yeah
0: so yeah. It, this idea don't trade them to the AFC or you know it's like that's so st- yeah it just shows they don't think they're trading very effectively. The, the,
3: the, in baseball, I guess it could make sense that like, it, it's a bad look for your organization to have your Hall of Famer playing for somebody else coming into your crib 19 times a year.
0: Yeah, but 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 if 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 what you got is better, yeah. it matters how much equity you have, right? Yeah. If you're OKC's GM, right, you you do whatever you want because you got that much equity. All right. So here's my thought. We know that Watson was unusual because though there was going to be compensation going back, it was effectively like free agency where he was got a right to go around. And Houston said, we know what we're going to ask for. You go find the best place and we'll get that deal mm-hmm. from them. Or we, it was almost like they didn't even question they could get that deal. Cause any place that wanted them knew the price coming in, I guess, w- which is kind of hard since where you rank in the draft would have been a big chunk of that. They must've had some formula is if you're in the twenties, we need this, you know, that kind of thing. Okay. Okay. And everyone was like, "Oh my God, we can finally get a quarterback," because what's the alternative? Meaning, you draft him. At this point, can we you
2: even draft Tim Couch and Johnny Manziel yeah. and Baker Mayfield? <laughs> and... Can we
0: even say fifty-fifty anymore? You can no, Philip Rivers, and they try Carson Wentz, and you just keep you know... yeah. I mean, when like like really, if you look at your list, Fez— Mahomes was a top half of the first round quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. Number ten or eleven. Burrow number one. Josh Allen was what five or six? I can't remember. He was you know middle single digits. Herbert was sixth, mm-hmm. and then Hertz second round. And that and yeah. it was it, that was the fluke, right? And Prescott now again there's Fourth another round one. Yep. But again, Prescott's now what t- almost ten years in his career. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Cousins. Again, ten plus years in his career. I'm talking about the quarterbacks coming out in the last five years.
2: Where I would the bet there's pedigree. I would bet there's more top top ten busts in the last five years than there is top ten hits too. So I don't even oh, know if for it's fifty sure. fifty. Sure, but, but still, if you,
3: still, if you give me a universe where you get, you know, number sixteen you get the second half of the first round mm-hmm. and you, and I'll throw in the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth and seventh rounds also and I'll take the top half of the first round I agree and I think I'll he, take the top he's half. making
0: the same point he's saying that, that there's been more busts. and I'm saying back in the day they used to say 50-50 it feels like 1 in 3 now yeah it, it really does and and then let's keep going here we got Le- Tua all right obviously the fifth Number five, pick yep. And then Lamar, first round, a rare end of the but he let's just say he was a surprise. Mm-hmm. So give him credit. But again, he's he was so in a way, he was the bleeding edge of we can run in the NFL and now we got hurt and we got uh, as a quarterback, and we all obviously have uh, fields and what's going to happen with it? Because- I
2: think the Ravens did what you talked about earlier in the pod, what we were saying teams want to do with running backs, trade up late into the round because you're not sure of the shelf life on them. And Lamar was the kind of quarterback who maybe would have a limited shelf life as a quarterback because he ran so much. So they said, let's get that, that ability to have that fifth-year option on him and, yeah, and they be traded, in the situation they're in now. Yeah, they
1: there in that. back into the first round. Yeah. Yeah. Like,
0: yeah, yeah, Last pick. The fact they took a tight end with pick like 24 tells you – that this was a value pick for them, they still get credit for it. Tom Brady was taking the sixth round, but they certainly weren't thinking this guy's going to change the game. He's exceeded all expectations, even even with his post MVP performance. If you take the health, if you think the health repeats itself, then no. But That's other right. than that, he is exceeding expectations. Absolutely.
1: Um, so is the tight end they drafted.
0: And then as we keep <laughs> as we keep going here, Tannehill is old, Rodgers is old, Stafford is old. Brady's still on Fez's list. Is old. I took him off for like three days and put him back on. Car, Car is old. Daniel Jones, number fifteen. Okay, people question should he uh, even be a starter? I think he played well enough. Like we've had that talk. But mm-hmm. what I'm saying is, even three months ago, we weren't sure he was going to be a starter next year. Golf. I mean, it's like where's the young quarterbacks? Fez, by the way, you got field 17th. You're insane. Where you got him? Twenty sixth,
4: hmm. we gotta First he got to you got Trevor
0: Lawrence. Oh, um, you got Fields over Trevor Lawrence. That's uh, that insanity, right? Yeah, okay. we got we. I'm gonna give me a red mark. The Bears are tanking. <laughs> the Bears are <were> tanking.
4: <laughs>
2: yeah, I, Trevor, I was gonna say Trevor Lawrence might be the young quarterback.
0: Yeah, it,
3: that's that's a mistake.
0: I agree with that. That he's probably gotten to the point where he's in the pole position amongst. Yeah, certainly the last three drafts. But I would make the case, we don't know if he's going to be, I think that it's hard to see him not being 12th, 11th, 10th. I mean, I think he's going to be, he might even be close. He, we only had to, remember, halfway through the season two, there was talk, he was a bust. So yeah. um, I want to see it continue, but I think it will. You're right. You're right. I, I think it will, mm-hmm. but, but I don't I don't in any way see him guaranteed to be top six or seven. Well, the I, last, I don't the last
2: three drafts count Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert. So it would be the last two drafts. Okay, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, because this was his second. Yeah, yeah. Year. So, but listen, let's be candid. No one else in that draft with him looks good, right? There no, was,
2: Mac Jones dropped off. All, all the point. argument about how would we rate these guys? It's Trevor, it's Trevor Lawrence, and then others mm-hmm. involved.
0: Yeah, and let's be candid. Everyone that's been here through all of it, as you've been and McKenzie has, because you know it's, it's been the three years or whatever. Is I said Trevor Lawrence is not a savior. Like, to me, this is exactly... Well, I don't know about exactly... He probably brought it on a little better than I expected the second half of the year. But the funny thing is, me and Mackenzie have a big bet. Will he be a starter his fourth year? And it's like, I said yes. He said no. And again, it's you know I think I'm in good shape there. But what I'm saying is, I expected him, he's too talented to not be decent. I just never thought he had the fire that was going to lead a franchise. Like, Burrow is a different breed. I mean, would you yeah. even consider Trevor Lawrence... For, uh, trade for Bur- oh, if you had burrow would you consider trading oh. for trevor lawrence <laughs> of course not but but in theory trevor lawrence is taller he's got a better arm yeah. longer hair that well, we know that <laughs> it flows it flows why do we think the quarterbacks are because s- with you keep hearing seven on seven they're throwing when they're 12 years old mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. yeah why? why
3: do they all suck that's it's well, a great question I don't know. Had the, had the defensive schemes just gotten more and more difficult, trying to, re, to disguising them and just? Because two years up ago it was plays. the
0: most offensive year we've ever had.
3: Yeah, and 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 we really took a, a step back last year.
0: Yeah. Well, that's that fantasy stuff. May,
3: maybe it's. Is it possible that um, you know we that we had more Hall of Fame quarterbacks that clustered, you know, in in in, in that generation that we're going to have going forward? Now that Brady's gone and, you know, and, and Rogers is going to be gone, is that was it just somewhat of an aberration?
0: I don't see. Here's the thing. Burrow's the, I mean, let's be candid. Herbert could be a top-five quarterback for the next 10 years, but there's no sense he's going to be a guy that you talk about as a top-five of all time. Hmm. Burrow could be a top-five of all time. He, or he could also hurt his knee again and really struggle. Burrow also has – like, I think you're right that Burrow
2: also has the advantage of being a great college player like in and, and being like a not just a good one like a historically great college player well, yeah. that people remember that season. yeah uh, i yeah. think people remember that
0: sure well, of they're not, but they're not going to be talking about that when it's at the end of his career i mean it might affect, it might affect people right now i think
1: i think it might get mentioned but people might not realize that it was only one season like it'll be a footnote on his career like hey he led one of the greatest college offenses of all time in you know that LSU season but people won't realize that he only played one year. You like, know,
3: I, he, I actually I might disagree here because it's such a unique animal. If he had been at Alabama or Ohio State, I think it would have just gotten in. He just, was at Ohio State. I, he was, exactly. <laughs> I, think, I think it would have just gotten into the mix. But the fact that he went to a school, LSU, that he did so much more for that program in mm-hmm. that one year that Especially it's going to stand and it, out. And it
2: matters so much. And, yeah. and it's so rare that a guy who has a year or even you know, a career like he did in college— has the level of success he's had so far in the NFL? It's like, also rare. Think about that like
1: that guy played with arguably the best one-two wide receiver sure. combo in college football history, like, which,
0: which would make you think, oh, maybe he was overrated yeah. in college. Yeah,
1: but it, could think about like Vince Young. If Vince Young
2: had a a like a a better than he had in it, like a a top you know a, a top NFL career mm-hmm. like Joe Burrow could have people wouldn't forget about what he did at Texas.
0: Yeah, but again, he Burrow had the best season maybe, but there was no sense physically that he was no, – people couldn't understand why it was processing whatever. Oh, I remember. Lost, like Vince, I, yeah, Vince Young looked like he was from outer space yeah. and Lamar Jack- college.
3: And Lamar Jackson in Louisville was the same thing, right? Yeah, I mean, that's that, true. He, he, he was just different.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, but if Matt
2: Leinert would have had – like a, if Matt Leinert turned into Joe Montana, I think people would still say he's a quarterback of the best – College football team, or one of the best college football teams ever.
0: Liner, liner. What team was that?
2: 04-USC with Reggie Bush. All those uh, are, I would have given the ball
0: to Bush a joke instead of handing it to
3: the second running crew. <laughs> so let's,
0: let's look at the AFC South, and then I'm going to get back to Lamar for a second, but we are talking Jags. They are a minus money favorite. The only minus money favorites are the Chiefs, the Jags, and the 49ers.
1: Well, they're also the only team in that division that you can tell me who their starting quarterback is.
0: Well, Titans are next to plus 300. A lot of respect there for Vrabel, no doubt. I would love to bet the no. Okay, well, maybe that no is effectively betting the Jags because the other two bets are the Colts, right? 625 plus 625, and the Texans, 9 to 1. Yeah. I-, I was looking at the Texans. They were worse last year than they were the year before. No, I'm serious. It's like, any sense that they're emerging or whatever?
2: It's because everybody thought Davis Mills was, like, ready to take a step. And they, they said, okay, Davis Mills, let's go. And Davis Mills
0: yeah, was... Yeah, but, but if Davis Mills was as good as he was two years ago... He wasn't. Uh, they
3: had two good games. They almost beat the Cowboys. Well, at the end of the year, they actually did come
0: on. They did come on. So... I mean, it came on enough to, and then after so, so that, lose they, the
3: they, they lose yeah. the number one pick. <laughs> Stupidest time to try to win. Yeah. Well, that I was Smith there's just never a stupid him.
0: time to win.
3: Oh, there is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, you know, the Beatles are a good example where people say, name your favorite Beatle. It tells me about you, right? If you're artistic and uh, angsty, you like Lennon. Right, if you're more, you know, flashy, and you you're about talent, McCarthy, McCartney. Oh. Right, if you're kind of a sad sack, you like Ringo. Right, and if you're mystical, you like George Harrison. That's right.
1: Good. right? Does, Does anyone like Ringo the best? Oh yeah, yeah there's, there's a lot, lot of Ringo people. It's crazy. Peace <laughs> and love. <laughs>
0: i yeah. <laughs> Well, that was the time he couldn't return mail. Yeah, yeah. I will be no taking money. no more letters.
3: <laughs> All those guys look the same when they're like 20, and <laughs> then they've got they look so different by yeah. in the 30s. You couldn't see
0: past the haircut. You were yeah. like, cut your hair, hippie. <laughs> so my point is that there, I think you can put people, sports fans, into the categories of there's never a bad time to win, or be smart about winning. Hmm.
2: Right? You're a they, Steeler fan. You're in. There's a never a bad time to win.
0: I agree with that. Yeah. Parcells was like that. He he liked to win in the preseason. Parcells was like hardball before hardball. He won in the preseason. Like you remember that, Fez. but
2: you don't know what it's like to be in the position where, like, you might get the number one pick.
0: Like, well, I know, I know that there's times in in any career that you can choose to do something that's against. I I guess it's not unethical to. I guess maybe it is unethical to try to lose. That's what throwing a game is. Right, so
1: the players, the players, and the coaches never try to lose. It's the organization that puts them in a position.
0: You don't think the coaches are ever getting a wink?
1: Well, there's the whole Brian Flores thing, Mm -hmm. but I I think it's it's the organization that doesn't put them in a position position to succeed.
3: Timothy Lupus doesn't wind up in right field in the championship game if they if they're trying to win. Bad news, Bears. Uh, so,
0: everyone gets an ending, fest. You should, you should know that better than anyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Oh. <laughs> no, I, That didn't get the response I expected. That was, I just, was just mean. But I just waited just an extra B, and everyone started saying, oh, that is
3: good. Shout out, shout out to my my little league baseball coaches, Bayard Leash and, and Leo Krebs, two of the finest men you will ever meet. See you they know no they had out. a
0: guaranteed inning if he's yeah. saying that. <laughs> you know, Fez is more remember we saw a picture of him when he was like 30? Yeah. He I tell you, Fez, you in a way you you look like you were ready to like be in a bar fight. I'm telling you, it was a surprise. Mm. You know what we should do is like when some reward some amazing thing happens We will send out that picture. That's got to be like, if you really think fat, or if you get into real trouble, like we'll have to send that out to Mm. distract people. I mean, (laughs) I I don't think why, I don't know why you'd get into trouble, but you know. Um, (laughs) What do you guys think? I mean, do we look at the Jags there? It's the
1: only way you can look.
0: I don't like want I said, any part
1: of these.
0: What, the what if the Colts get
1: a quarterback? Well, that's it's a what
0: if. You can't name Who's the left? starting quarterback.
2: What if the Colts get Jimmy Garoppolo?
0: Oh, let's assume that's what they're going to get. Or
2: Bryce
1: Young or C.J. Stroud.
0: Their, line, their yeah. line went to crap last year. It, the O-line. If that was an aberration, which I'm not sure how it would be exactly, then I would agree with you. Because this was a team that was a 10-win team coming in they, at last they, year.
3: They and... The Titans were neck and neck in terms of co-favorites. Well, no, I mean,
0: if anything, if I remember, the Colts were like minus one. The Colts were like even money, and the Titans were like plus one seventy. Right, so I mean, it was like a one a and yeah. So to me, the question is, what changed other than the quarterback play? Because you know, obviously, he was a Matt Ryan was a a disaster.
2: Uh, Well, now that I think about it, the Colts may be downgraded at head coach this year.
0: Yeah, I don't love all the Frank Reich love because it's all comes from the Wentz thing in, in Philly, which was just third down variance, as we now see, because it wasn't like that. This, You know, you are buying low for an organization
3: yeah. that likes to win, you know, and, and in
0: invests. The, the, in the, in the, um, well, that's interesting because at four, we know the Colts are taking— pretty much we know they're taking a quarterback,
4: mm-hmm.
0: All right, Now, this is the time to talk about this. Here's why I think the Colts are hurt in this case, because Will Anderson and AJ, I'm no expert of the colleges, but Alabama, he's considered the number one defensive. The best player in the draft. Other than a quarterback. They, they, like, or the, Let's just say other than a quarterback, he's clearly the yes. pick. And the second pick of non-quarterbacks would have been the Georgia guy. Jalen Carter. But now he's got legal issues. Yes. Some now,
1: would argue that it would have been Jalen Carter ahead of Will Anderson. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's what I heard. One too. and one A. Mm-hmm. So depending on your need, I'm here in Seattle. Might take him, but hey, he could drive to set. You know what I'm saying? Is he's now damaged goods. If you're the number one pick, you don't want him. Right? Sure. Why not? Because it was a close call either way, right? Meaning, if they were, if the Bears were staying at number one, maybe they would have taken Carter, right? Maybe. But now it's not even a choice. No, ch-
2: no chance. Because if, if, if you had Will Anderson and Jalen Carter even on your board a week ago, mm-hmm. they can't be even now.
0: I agree with that. So now if you put Carter back in with the other non-quarterbacks, they're saying there's not really any d- distinction where like you might like one, you might like the other, but there's a cluster of five or six players that there's not even consensus on. Would you agree with that? Yes. Okay. So wh- if you go to four – you figure the Anderson's going to be taken. Atlanta at three, or who knows? The
1: Cardinals are at three. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Arizona mm-hmm. at
0: three, and thus, if you drop to four, you're one. The one a non quarterback is gone. You don't want a quarterback. Four is the worst place to be. Yeah. Right? So I don't see that Colts Bears trade. What I see is either a Houston trade up and to get who they want for sure because they got some draft capital. Mm-hmm. Or a trade back to seven, eight, nine, whatever. I don't have the draft in front of me, but meaning, why not just pick amongst those, that slodge? But you're now picking the fifth yeah, guy. Like or at, the four-
1: Atlanta at eight has has been rumored as a candidate to move up.
0: Yeah, so the, go, the
1: Raiders have been rumored to move. Like I, I heard a,
2: like a story I was reading where the Bears could trade down to four, and then trade down again to seven yeah. or eight, and and get like a double dip on getting future draft picks and stuff.
0: I heard the same thing, but one to two. Okay. Right. And then,
2: the, so. By the way, that'd be the dumbest thing ever if the Texans do that. Like, they would continue to just be a, a dopey franchise. There's
1: no reason for the Texans to trade up to one unless there's a real well, unless, someone else is unless tra- there's a real threat that somebody else is going to But gonna how do you front. know exactly. that? But
3: there is a real threat. Yeah, I think it's and almost they have, for sure.
1: And th- they have to have – it has to be the one guy. Like, you, ha- like, if you have they to have, have Bryce Young so much exactly. better. Exactly. If Stroud and Bryce Young even players, yeah. then there's no reason to make a trade.
0: But, but here's the thing. What's the scenario that someone doesn't go- – if you don't go up to one mm-hmm. as Houston, someone's going up – because the Bears are not taking a position player at one, they're, right? They're, so but I don't think it's a lot safer as
3: a GM <laughs> to have to be adept at I was going to say, two yeah, they're real close. Let the market decide. And then they don't except they have to legitimately
0: can, three now, though. Yeah, so like
3: so you're making a
1: choice. I actually to. think that what's what's really a, a possibility here, and which is why, like, if I'm going to give out a best bet now, I said Will Anderson at thirteen to one to be the number one overall pick. I think is in play because mm. I think the Bears actually make the pick and then trade.
0: That's never happened though, has it? But then they could. Oh, well, it happened with the Eli have, Manning. The, huh? Happened with Eli Manning. Yeah. But that, well, hold on a second. If they make the. Well, no, but what I'm saying at number one, if they make the pick and mm-hmm. trade, mm-hmm. they're going to pick the quarterback.
1: They would trade like back, in, like someone would trade to get Will Anderson, and the Bears would, you know, maybe move back into the draft and get something else.
0: Well, if anyone comes up to one, I no one no, will trade not, up to one to get, not get Will coming, Anderson.
1: They're not trading up to one, they're just trading for the player. Yeah, but they're...
0: Yeah. yeah. I would say... It's this. like they trade like, for the draft rights to play. I, I like your thinking. I just think the way that it was going to happen is off, in my opinion. Here's what I would say. Maybe they have a couple deals, then one of them dries up, and at the last minute, they just can't get out of it. And what are the odds of that? I think that might be okay at 13-1. to Because, uh, I mean, the Bears aren't known to be all that efficient. It seems. <laughs> but 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 I don't see any scenario... Because even even if they have to take even a fourth rounder, I mean, I'm hearing multiple. Like, here's the thing: the Bears guy is saying he's getting two firsts and the first. Yeah. For the so, I mean, my theory is that the Bears are not in love with a, with
1: the one player because if they were, there'd be no conversation about trading the pick.
2: Or the Bears have, a a, or the Bears are dealing with a bidding war right now and yeah. like seeing who wants to give them the most. Because if they
1: go, but by, if they, no, if the Bears are in love with Will Anderson at number one, they you don't trade.
0: Well, you trade with Houston for sure.
1: Well, yeah, one and two, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, um, hey, listen, there's no, sh- we don't know, right? Yeah. I mean, this is just us talking it through. But I would say this: you, you were saying one to four, then back further. Uh, I can't remember. Was That's that, what you, know? you were saying. Yeah. It is that though actually doesn't make sense if my if what we're saying is correct because now that position of four is a bad position. Because the theory is at least two quarter, so you're only getting the third quarterback. So who's going to trade up for the third quarterback with a lot of? Oh, what happened with Trey Lance on, last year? Yeah, <laughs> but except, I think now that's a moral hazard where people aren't going to know. But you see what I'm saying. But,
2: but that's my thought though. Is after those first two go off the board, now you've got team the Raiders who would love to have a quarterback. Like I could see them jumping up. Uh, who'd you mention earlier? But, I, but jumping
0: up for the third quarterback, how much are you going to give?
2: Would you get? I mean, would you give a future first?
0: Well, but here's that he's already saying he wants two, and I, Houston's not given a first to go from two to one. They, I think they would have to. No, mm-hmm. they wouldn't. Uh, it matters what the alternatives are, right?
3: Is it? It really comes down to you know your your scouts. How are they evaluating the talents? You know, it's like if they think all these quarterbacks are too close to call, be, why are they going to give up all their draft capital for for? But then, if, if you're Houston
2: and you're in love with Bryce Young, what if you say, you're not? In we, love with anyone? Yeah, we've got to have. Well, I'm just saying hypothetically, if yeah. you've got to have the number one pick, but you're like, I'm not going to give up a future first. But then the Colts, who are at four, say, Well, we'll give up a future first, well, and you're the Texans. Like, yeah, ha- what choice he, do you yeah, have?
0: But here's the difference: going to four means Bears have are getting less back. So yeah, to go from four to one might require. Will certainly require one first and probably like a second, like four mm. to one, and that would be cheap probably. Remember the analogy or the uh, the comp to use your real estate again, Fez, is the golf trade and the uh, her or I'm sorry, the Wentz trade. There were two big trade ups that year, right? The Rams went up and Philly went up. Yep. So Mackenzie, if you can uh, pop up what the, that compensation was, those were hauls. I mean, the Browns were one of them that got the haul. What was re- the
3: Trubisky comp where they just oh, – Well, that was where they ridiculous. went up
0: one and gave like three twos or something. Yeah. It was crazy. I mean, yeah. It was like a poker game. <laughs> there was a bad player in from And the, the, the Bears will say – He was a fan of Scott on the radio. Yeah. The Bears
2: will say, I've seen it. I saw a team do it for Trubisky. And they'll go, wait a minute, that was you, Bears. <laughs>
0: That's good. That was good. (laughs) Um, So I think the Colts are going to be extra – well, again, even if they are extra motivated, I don't think the Bears trade with the Colts unless it's like such a haul. I think the Colts are – in I think uh, hopefully they like the third quarterback because I think they'll have a chance for the third guy. Going back to what I said where I
2: think the Colts are downgraded a coach, you disagree with that? I'm not – I know you don't love Frank Reich, but, like, do do you think Frank Reich is likely to be worse than Steichen? Here's what we know:
0: Steichen really is innovative with running quarterbacks. Right? He he's the offensive guy, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. He yeah, the other guy went to Arizona. Is he's innovative with running quarterbacks? So I think that actually makes it interesting with the Florida guy, right? I mean, if there's uh, if there's ever a running quarterback, they're saying he looked more impressive than Cam Newton, like the physical. He's faster than Cam Newton. I mean, Cam Newton was he one set of every one.
1: quarterback record for all the drills.
0: So, and he's sir. So, what's the current odds you're saying?
1: Anthony Richardson now is three eighty to be the number one overall pick. He's he the was third he favorite. Was,
0: he was better than that for a while. He was okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now the Kentucky guy's been dropping. Will Levis. Yeah. What's your? T- I mean, I know it's an eye. It's 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 uh, they call it TV scouting now. I know it's an eye testing, but what do you think of him?
2: My thoughts on I I think Will Levis is Mr. Trubisky. I, I think that he's a guy who can. But wasn't the
0: whole thing with Trubisky that he only had the one year starting?
2: Yes, my what the other thing about Trubisky was he had all the tools. All, like uh-huh. he could throw the ball a mile. He looked good.
0: So like Josh Allen, with Joe yes. Flacco,
2: uh. But I, I don't think Will Levis I I don't think he translates to being a good NFL quarterback but like he has the tools why? to do it why he, I don't just think not he's good processing at reading, it, okay no. yeah. and honestly you I mean if you like after the uh the combine there were highlight reels of Anthony Richardson going around Twitter there's a lot more negative Anthony Richardson film than there is positive like I've seen some really bad looking film
0: on you Anthony You mean like Richardson. throwing forty nine percent of a junior college completion right yes. I mean, you know, that's the thing with Josh Allen, yeah, right? But I mean, like, how many Josh Allens have there been? That's the question: Is is it the once a generation, or is it about the the technology that allows us to have deliberate practice and and people like look at three point shooters? How much better are they than they used to be? It feels like the ability to take an athlete and make him in like Rocky IV style has grown a lot. Well, this is something...
3: I don't see I don't see any guys that can't shoot threes in college shoot threes in the NBA.
0: Well, I mean, have you ever heard of a guy named Kawhi Leonard?
3: Well, that's a great point. Yeah, this he, is something you know, I thought about. He was putting up for San Diego State.
2: Good point. If I said that there is. <laughs> I gotta like. If I said there's a twenty percent <laughs> chance that Anthony Richardson will be Josh Allen, mm-hmm. and there's an eighty percent chance that he's, a,
0: I take him, a, Blake a, a Bortles, four, like I take him for like no one's business. Okay,
2: that's what I was curious because
0: about. here's the thing,
2: and the eighty, the other eighty percent is he's like out of the league in four years. Well, that,
0: he'll never be that. He he could play tight He'll end, be Blake right? Bortles. No, no, no. He could play tight end. I mean, there's consensus opinion. He would be a first round pick at like five different positions.
1: Well, this is what I, I mean, I said like, uh, on, on SOB AM, I said, he's, he's going to have a future in the NFL yeah. because you got to put the ball in this guy's hands. He's that dynamic of an athlete that just anywhere you put him on, you, you just, even if he's a, your third string quarterback, I think it would be wise for a team to have a package. Why can't we just sign a Taysom offense Bill. with two offs, yeah. with two
0: quarterbacks? If Taysom Hill
1: has a career in the NFL, Anthony Richardson could
3: absolutely have a career on the, in the NFL. On the field at the same time. I agree. It'd be unstoppable.
0: Let me, let me pose the following. This is out of left field. The Bears trade back to four, and they take Richardson. They keep the fields. fields. Mm. Now you've got an offense built around the same mm-hmm. skill set. One guy's in year three, one guy's in year one. Now you give Fields two more years, right? Now follow me. Now Richardson is only in for gadgets or whatever, but if he gets, if Fields gets hurt, he's going to be a good backup, even his first year for him. Now follow me. And then if Fields end up, ends up being great, you, you got a great trade after two years, you can trade Richardson. Where, where, where'd Richardson grow
3: up in the South?
0: I'm not sure. I mean, he went to Florida, right? It's kind of
3: cold in Chicago in the wintertime.
0: That what? could be a big problem. Yeah, when you're that big and strong, you don't
3: care. He's mm. a Florida kid. Mm. Yeah. Well, might I be. Mean, I'm just. I'm just saying. You know, what? I don't you know.
0: know. So it seems like the Steelers would have a huge problem getting because most of the athletes come from Texas and Florida in football. And if you look at, so it, it seems. How's a high state so good?
3: <laughs> I, mean, I don't well, know. Go I, to, know they, I, was saying, well, I know they, they recruit They go to Florida, they go to Texas,
0: they yeah. go to California, yeah, they go wherever. They fly their private planes. It's a
3: lot colder in Chicago than Columbus,
0: you know. No, it's really not. Oh, I mean,
3: it is. Look at the average temperature. I lived in both places. It's that lake. It's that It's that humidity. You, that You, you that...
0: lived in Columbus? Yeah, for a year. When was this? 1992. So we were in Columbus started. at the same time.
3: Yeah. Probably ran into the, each other during German I be, village. Did I beat or... you up once? could be
0: <laughs> I would have got my ass kicked probably the way Fez was looking at the time <laughs> all right Roadhouse. yeah yeah Fez got it's like I might have seen him coming out of Papa Joe's clearing out <laughs> no Papa Joe's reference there. well listen this is going long it's a great conversation by the way guys I think everyone here I think it's one of McKenzie's best shows <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> come on <laughs> (laughs) But last point on Lamar, then we'll rapid fire through this and we'll touch on it. And and once we get even to the Sweet 16, there's not so much basketball that we can't pick up with the division odds. But we'll talk about him high level through the rest. But my last point on Lamar is this. The Ravens are sharp here because Lamar's being unreasonable. He has no agent. And when I say unreasonable, I'm not saying he shouldn't get a big number.
2: Oh, I think he is being unreasonable. I, I think when, when I heard that he got offered five years, 250, and he said no, but the problem, that's unreasonable. The
0: problem isn't even saying no there. The problem is being 100 million apart. Yeah. I mean, I get he might think, hey, half of it guaranteed is what it used to be. Now you got a guy at 100%. I want it to be 75%. I'm not sure the Ravens would do it, but it, it seems like saying, you know, oh, that's a lot, right? And again, it was one person in a different situation in a way. There wasn't the injury. I mean, but again, there was issues with Watson. But here's the thing. You think two number ones, Lamar's worth way more than that, which he is. But that's the beauty of it. If Lamar goes and gets, you know, signs one of those you know, tenders or whatever they're called, Ravens match it. And I'm guessing they told him, listen, we love you. We've built this team around you. But for whatever reason, your sense of the market is off. We're going to give you total freedom to go get a deal. But just know we are probably going to match it unless it's crazy. And if it's crazy, you're right. We're wrong. We're going to shake your hand. Otherwise, we're, you're our guy. And if Lamar is reasonable, he's going to think, great. He goes out. If he gets that giant number, he gets it. And the Ravens don't match. And he's happy. If somehow he's disappointed, Then he says, guys, you were right. I was wrong. He he should be thinking I was wrong. Thank you for giving me that chance. Let's do it.
3: Let me ask you, RJ. If I'm the Falcons, why am (laughs) I going to even bother with this rigmarole knowing the only way that they're going to let Lamar go is if I give a a, a contract to him that's so unrealistically lucrative and I got to part with two number ones that I would never want to do that.
0: But here's the thing. Now that Lamar's on the open market in that way, the cost is cheaper than Watson. So now, in a way, what the what the Ravens have allowed is the, it, creating a similar situation to what Watson had, which is there's going to be draft compensation, mm-hmm. but go shop yourself. All right. Okay. So so to me, Lamar, at that price, let's say two number ones and a contract, let's say, exactly like Watson's, is a better deal than Watson. Sure. Yeah.
2: And it, it, every, it, but every it, deal is a
0: better well, deal. Well, it's than not Watson. even. I'm saying even coming in because with two mm. years off, you knew there was going to be some yeah. issues. Like would the Falcons be crazy if they said we'll give you the same deal
2: Watson had, two thirty, except we'll guarantee two hundred of it instead of two thirty? If
0: I don't, you're going to do that, you just you just give him the two thirty, make him happy, like knock him down, like give him the Watson deal to the to the second, mm. you know, maybe. And who knows? But what I'm saying is the Falcons already. Said, we're not interested. Yeah. yeah. Which is crazy.
3: Yeah. Because here's. The... And it's not actually the, Fal- the Falcons tell their beat writer who tells us yeah, that yeah, they're not <laughs> right, interested, he's kind of like, the, he's almost like a paid representative. Right? I also
2: think the interesting thing yep. is that it's happening Not this just year, there. I mean, yeah. when if you were, like, we just talked about this, if you're willing to give up two first round picks, you can move up from number nine to number one and get the first pick in the draft. Why would I do that when I can
0: give two picks? For Lamar Jackson, and and no, now here's what's fascinating because if he's expensive, <laughs> but everyone's willing to pay for a top eight. I mean, yeah. the, the, you never see someone this good get let yeah. go, right? Dak, there was room. You know, it was like if we don't sign that, well, he ended up getting signed, didn't he? And I think right now, the more I think about it, the Ravens will resign him, and he or or have They'll him keep him for and this he, year. And here's why: one, you need. If you're a top top team, or the opposite, if you have a top top draft choice, the, number, the two number ones come in at a different price. Mm. If you're Houston, for example, you're giving up the second pick and whatever, right? So to me, that is a huge difference. Like you know the team they wish they, if they could have only had done the 49ers. Imagine if they had their number, yeah. they didn't make the Trey Lance deal they're going to give away, what, number 28, Mm -hmm. right? And then they're supposed to be good next year, so let's say they're 28 again. That's cheap. You give Lamar the home run deal, and you now have the Super Bowl favorite, right? Yeah. So... Oh, boy, that Trey Lansdale. I mean, hopefully for his sake, he'll play well. But, I mean, we haven't seen Good it. Good luck with that. Yeah. And, I mean, if you think about it, he's been off almost as long as Watson, yes. at least from real game competition because he had the one game. Then the Well, year-
3: that was a game that Bears played really well. I I, I, know, yeah. I know.
0: But so to me, boy, because the 49ers can't do it because you have to have your number one pick. The next the, two years,
1: do the, do the picks have to be in? In they have to be yours.
0: Yes. No. No, that's not true. It can be someone else's picks if it's equal or better to your pick. Oh, year. okay, okay. But so I was to
2: say the Texans couldn't like they have the second exactly. and the twelfth this yeah, year. Yeah. They can't trade the twelfth.
1: Could true. the Lions trade both of their first round picks this year?
0: No, it's two it no, consecutive. Be consecutive. I, yeah, I, yeah. yeah. So so the teams, teams are the are teams great, that don't the have the Lions first round would be picks in a great
1: spot because the Lions can one of their first round picks give them the 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 later pick, the eighteenth pick in the first round this year, and they can still use the sixth pick to draft a player. No, remember. You can't do that. Once oh, it you has can. to be the better pick? It, it, the better pick. So, well, right.
0: It doesn't have to be the better. It has to be your pick or uh. a better pick. So, like, the 49ers, let's say, they had an So, not- their,
1: pick is the, their pick is the 18th. The Texans are a good right? example. They have yeah, the second so the, pick. It's their that, pick. with
0: Detroit? Their pick's eight. Yeah. Yeah,
1: because yeah, the, the sixth pick, I think they yeah, got in a they'd tree, have, right? They'd have they got own... from the Rams. Yeah, yes. so they,
0: they would give the 18th and next year's. Yeah. So, your point is that's like the 49ers, in a way, though not as extreme, a, a good team or an average team last year and a better team this year. The theory is.
1: And if they get Lamar they're... they're yes. Right, a, now, right now, I've seen offshore odds. The Lions are the favorite, betting favorite to land Lamar. Really? Yeah. Three to one. If he doesn't go to the Ravens, if
0: he doesn't stay with the Ravens. That's interesting. Because the reason I was going to poo poo it just now was because the team is built with receivers. In mm-hmm, fact, mm-hmm. you know, Col- so, Collins got golf as the number three quarterback in the NFC. Yeah, but you think about it, that shows you how good that surrounding cast is. But that O-line that shouldn't is it doesn't matter though. It's just a quarterback. That O line is yeah. really good. But yeah, you're
3: right. You're right. If, That's why he's got
4: good. But stats. what I'm
0: saying is somehow Lamar behind that O line, but boy, it's a whole remember, Harbaugh is bloody mouth football. Even though they didn't have that offense, they felt good Turn it, but actually, you think about it. Dan Campbell,
1: Dan Cam- same way.
0: <sighs> listen, if you would have told me, not told me the odds, uh-huh. I would have said, "I uh, no, not." I would have seen your point. But yeah, I, boy, that's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, we're gonna see what the league really thinks of Lamar. We're gonna see, but oh, how, here's the question though: mm-hmm. How much cap space do they have? Because you both, the two factors here is you gotta have cap space, right? And number two, so. uh the over-the-cap has effective cap space, mm-hmm. so that might be the—because they uh, they have—it's tricky. Which
1: Total I, uh, team cap space, 22.46 million.
0: Now, what's that ranked? That's going to be like maybe 10th or 11th, right? That's pretty high. Uh,
1: I don't know. Why do I see ranks on here? I'm looking just— They're 10th. They're 10th. Okay. Yeah. Oddly
2: enough, the Falcons are second. And they want nothing to do <laughs> with it. That's what I'm telling that, that doesn't make that's sense why at all. I,
0: I, that's why I last week's best bet assumed this was going to happen and we were going to, you know, or not we, but the Falcons. Now, this is uh, Tage Seth from um, PFF, I think. Yeah. Uh, Lions would be giving up the 18th pick and a late first-round pick the next year. Well, first off, we don't know that. He's assuming that they yeah. better. Yeah. Well, I'm saying you have to at least say that. Yeah. Uh, they have the cap flexibility because, yeah, be number 10. And to give him a 5 for 250, mostly guaranteed contract, with a high one-year cap hit so the Ravens can't match. So that's what's important. Chances – the Ravens are in financial trouble this year. If someone comes in and it's like 55 the first year, they can't match it. Mm.
2: You know Lamar, who has a lot Lamar, of cap first. space, and I don't understand why their name hasn't
0: come up at all with Lamar, is the Tennessee Titans. Because they they, they're on a rebuild. You don't go pay a super high quarterback when you're going to lose anyway. Yeah. That's the theory. I mean, the, Texas, or the Titans might be the 28th most talented team right now. And it just shows you how Vrabel is Vrabel so good that, you know, he's almost like Dayball. Let me
2: ask you one more that you would or know better than me. Or vice versa. Why, why not the New England Patriots?
0: The rumor was that Lamar, was, Patriots, he was on the radar. Mm. Like, during the draft, I mean. The initial draft. So, that's interesting. You know who? what I thought? The Steelers. Mm. Think, I mean, I know Kenny Pickett came on a little bit. But that's a hell of a team around. I mean, they, they got receivers. They're in bad caps, or cap situation, though. Do
1: you want the odds? Yeah. As, do you want the offshore odds as of, I guess, yesterday?
0: Yeah. Would okay. you like that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> because cause I, I'm not I'm not a picket guy yet. But like you said,
2: you're not a Lamar guy, but like, does that change once he puts I on think, a different look, helmet?
0: I, when I say I'm not a Lamar guy, I'm saying, well, yeah, for sure. But when I say I'm not because I like – I didn't like the rumor of him being ready to come back health-wise, but I thought him being willing to play without a contract the next year was ballsy. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I trust myself. Um, real quick – the Steelers. I when I say I'm not a Lamar guy, I mean I think he's like the tenth or the eighth or the ninth best. Steelers with the eighth or ninth best quarterback are a Super Bowl. Are one of the top five so, Super Bowl contenders. I'm sorry, go ahead.
1: All right, so here's uh, two books, two offshore books. Uh, you want the names? You want books? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah, yeah it's uh, Bet Online and Sports Betting AG. Okay, all right, so
0: do the bet. The Bet Online's gonna so, be a, a better number.
1: Bet, I mean, they're both. They're, oh okay, they are okay. in lockstep here. So, bet online, uh Lions 3 to 1. Mm-hmm. This is again, this is if Lamar does not re-sign with the Ravens. So, you got Lions at 3 to 1. Tampa Bay Bucks are the second favorite, plus 450. I like they're to,
3: back to that. Yeah, they're rebuilt also. Colts. I agree.
1: Plus 500. I can see that. Jets plus
0: 600. You know, the Colts are interesting. What's their cap situation? Because you think about it, they don't have a great pick. Well, I get no. The see, they'd pick. have to give up the fourth pick. See, that's yeah. and that's expensive. All right, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Jets plus six hundred. Patriots seven to one. Uh, that'd be interesting because that defense, man, and they're getting better. Ba- I mean, that defense wasn't supposed to be good last year. Belichick's gonna be good any year on the D, and now they got O'Brien in AJ's guy. <laughs> But Colts are middle of the pack, by the way, 17th. So that means they could do it, yep. probably. Okay, this is interesting. The Ravens are making a big bet because the, they don't, if they would just trade him, they would have gotten more than the two ones. That is a fact. So this is them wanting to keep him. Because mm-hmm. no one thought he, they were going to do this. I mean, I thought all
1: along this is what they were going to do because I thought all along they don't want to keep him.
0: Then they would trade him, they would sign him to the other, um, you know, the exclusive and then trade him.
1: Mm. I just felt this was the way for them to get. Two first round picks. And, See,
0: in my opinion, and what people would know better than me, if saying, they would have signed would have, him and
1: then traded him, yeah, they would have gotten call. more than two first round picks. Yeah.
0: Or not even sign him, just yeah. uh, make him exclusive franchise, and you can still trade. But would they have gotten back to back years first round picks? Well, you can only trade three years out. Yeah, I don't think they would have accepted one now and one in, yeah. in two years. Yeah, I mean, the Russell Wilson deal is what Lamar would have got in that range, unless the teams think this contract demand is so extreme, you know. And plus, there's not a lot of – there's, like, only, what, 10 or 12 teams? Like, the cap situation is bad for teams. For whatever, you know, reason, this year there's less teams with money than typically. This is a great conversation. And I enjoy when the business side can get into it a little bit. Um. Yeah, right now with the cap, uh, Mackenzie, you want to go uh, effective caps? Is that what you have it sorted by? Excellent. So there's only, the Giants are like 15 million, they're saying now, and they're number what, like seven there? Yeah. So, I mean, like you're down to single or you're down to less than 10 million when you get like halfway through. So, yeah, there's not a lot of teams, but they say the Lions only have 11. How could the—see, that's the thing. The Saints have shown us. If you want to spend on the credit card, you can. It just hurts you, yeah. eventually.
4: Mm.
0: All right. Any quick thoughts? Because we're, we're not going to have time to go through all this. Aaron Rodgers, Fez, uh, the Jets right now, it seems to be priced in a way that's assuming 50 60% that he's going to go there. What's your sense from the market, which right now, Jets are plus 310. ten. All right. The Bills are plus 100. The Bills are not a minus money favorite. And then you have got Dolphins four to one, Patriots six to one. What do you think this market is saying about the chance of Rodgers going to the Jets?
3: You know, it, it's complicated because, and you brought this up pre-production. It's not just you know. It's really who are the Jets going to get a quarterback? Because it's already these numbers are already assuming they're going to upgrade to a, a decent quarterback, a Jimmy G type of mm-hmm. quarterback. In fact, I, I would say if they had Jimmy G, their season win numbers probably eight. To eight and a half. It's right. I think maybe Which eight and a half.
0: And what would that be division wise?
3: I think the, with the Bills at 11 and a half, they would probably be somewhere around
0: plus 450, I think. Okay. Would you agree with that? Well, what do you think the Patriots' win total is going to be? Because they're six to one.
3: You know, this, that's a real good point because we're stacked in this division. Yeah. Like, 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 this is like, like the
0: NFC East in a way where there's one good team and then there's no that, bad teams. I like this
3: idea of a comp because the Patriots should win eight
0: games, they're six to one. All right,
3: the Dolphins are four to one. They should win the three quarters. I think. I think they're an eight and a half to nine win team.
0: The Dolphins are a team. If you look at the advanced analytics, even with the quarterback turmoil, were a much be- were a better team than people. Mm-hmm. When when they had Tua, they were a top five or six team in the league.
3: So they're pricing the Jets like they're pretty much a nine and a half win team right now. So what that's saying is, if they get Rodgers, they they got to become like a ten and a half win team. Well, how
2: much of it is already priced in that they they might? Like that's that's what
3: I'm saying. So with Rogers ten and a half, without him eight and a half, and this is assuming like a 50-50 chance that 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 they land him. Because so what, it looks it looks like that to me. This number does, I think you're getting shorted. I I I think you're getting this number is is Plus too 10, light. Plus ten. So you yep. think it
0: should be higher? I think it should be Wh- higher. What do you th- What do you think the odds are if they get Rogers to win the division? I think that they would be two to one. Okay, that's Two twenty five. Right. And what did the Bills move to? Well, I mean, it's... And the Bills become whoa, whoa, whoa. 150. With the 40% VIG, let me see. No, I mean, that's why I say it's so tough. Well, bills
4: go
3: from even money to plus one, 155. Then okay. My thoughts were that if if the, if
2: the they don't get Rodgers, they still have a better quarterback than Zach Wilson next year. Like, yeah. you assume that they're hey, going to somehow Jets, upgrade. Remember, the Jets
0: were one of the most fraudulent teams. I mean, the, you talk about the Giants. If you... I, I saw somewhere they had how many... What was the average score during the game? Meaning... That every um, every uh, second was counted one time. Mm -hmm. So like, if it's nothing, nothing, it's nothing, nothing. So like, the best teams only average like being plus two point nine points ahead or whatever. Because you know the scoring in the beginning is slow. Okay, the Jets were like number twenty six on that list.
3: Didn't they? Didn't they? Be Cleveland when they trailed by thirteen with like four seconds to play.
0: Yes, something like that. So what? I'm, well, yeah. So what I'm saying, but that wasn't the only close yeah. win. But right?
3: that, but that was like the poster child of them.
0: And they finished the year like what was it like two two out of eight they won. It was like they were like two and six to end the year. Yeah. So well, t-
3: that, and, and obviously. They had a disaster quarterback with Wilson, so that was a big part of that. But when, when um, Wilson
0: was like half the, but at the end of the year, Wilson didn't play that much.
3: They had to play again after the other guy yeah, got like hurt for a, few one games. or two games. Then they, then they, they just put yeah, they, What's his name? The guy, Mike White. White. Yeah, 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 they they put Mike White. They just crack ribs, get him out there, whatever.
0: Yeah, I gotta be honest with you. Let's take a minute here. If you could fade at a fair price. What team on on this entire offering would you fade?
2: On the AFC East or the entire no, the AFC? the whole
0: offering of all of the league. Like what odds you think are the craziest? I'm going to well, I'll let you guys go first. Tampa. So you like so Tampa right now is uh let me see here We've 4 to 1. 4 to 1. Really? Why? I'll go Rams 3 to 1. Oh, that's probably
2: better. I didn't see the Rams yet. Yeah. So
0: Fez –
3: I'm stealing. I'm stealing from R.J. We talked. I, so I stole you know, R.J.'s I'm gonna go, fade team. I think Broncos 450.
0: Oh, boy. You're saying, you're saying no. Cons- I mean, it couldn't have I'm been an aberration. I'm just saying they're not beating the Chiefs. That's a good point. That's a <laughs> tough one. Titans 3-1 to one is pretty good, too. Yeah, I agree with that. Mm. And I'd put the Jets right there. So I, where are
3: the nose. I want to bet the nose. I yeah, like this. I, I mean, I, this. This is my kind that, of discussion. Bet me the no on the Broncos on that's, credit that's because well, I can't lie my mo- I tie up my money for. Well,
0: this. yeah, you guys get He 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 loves the t- twenty two to one he yeah. had. Remember? Yep. So how? So let's think here. You would want the uh, he wants to bet no on the Denver. Um, what would you make it? What's the current on? Oh, I okay. got plus four fifty. All right. So what? Minus six fifty. Yeah, I'll take the, I'll take the Broncos six fifty. Sure. You want to do 650?
1: Yeah, the, the minus 650 on Broncos not to win the division. Yes. Yeah. All right.
0: All right. Ah! <laughs> it's not working. <laughs> All right. So how much? So how much do you want to win? So obviously 100. I'll do 13 to win two. All right. That's I like it, Faz. 13 to win two. What thousand? <laughs> yeah.
3: No, no, that's Who a Listen, here? He's putting thirteen hundred.
0: That's a good bet. That's a good bet.
3: I, I there, was, liked, there me, was a great story. Let hold on, a 2nd 13k here. No, no. You know?
0: I like <laughs> that he's looking for it, and I like that you took it. I love it. Go ahead, market makers.
3: There, there, there's a great Alan Al Boston, the um, famous, famous better once. I mean, he, he had a bookie that they he would notorious. say notorious, notorious. He'd go, he'd go five, he would go, go five way, and five way meant. It didn't mean 500. It meant like, you know, like, like 2,000 or something, all right? he just said, oh, I'll go five. So he was betting like four times more on each game than what he thought, and then it was time to settle up. And, like, the person, like, dropped, like, two big stacks on him. He's like, damn,
0: okay. <laughs> what's well, going that, on here? That would have been interesting. That reminds me of Mary Tyler Moore. All right? Mm. This is a, bring it all together, and then I'm going to give my best back. Like a faz-
1: stand-up comedian just coming all way yeah. back.
0: <laughs> Chris, have, have you guys seen the Chris Rock yes. thing? Yes. What would you think? I enjoyed it. It's pretty interesting. They said it was more raw. I haven't seen it yet, but I, I read the news. I've New just York seen games. some clips. Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen the whole thing. All right, so here it is. Ted Baxter wanted to start batting because he saw Lou was batting. Mm. Lou was a hardcore batter. I mean, he, he had the pencil out. The, he was mad. And Lou's losing every week. And the bookie comes by and is paying Ted, paying Ted. <laughs> and Lou's getting so mad. So finally he goes, Well, actually, it wasn't this. Ted was winning, but he was making mind bets. So mm. he'd tell Lou, I like so and so this week. Mm. So then Lou would lose, and Ted go, Hey, do you cash in, Lou? You know, like that. And he goes, No, no. And, and then finally he goes, You know something, Ted? I'm gonna make you, I'm gonna make you bet. You know, he's the boss, whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's not nice. He goes, here's my book. He puts him on the phone. And Ted goes, um, I want so-and-so and so-and-so uh for one dollar, one dollar. In fact, make it five dollars. He goes, five dollars on each of them. And Lou goes, that's a ballsy bet. You know, however he said that's a ballsy bet. Ted he goes, what, just five dollars? He goes, Oh, wait a minute. You don't understand gambling parlance. A nickel is five hundred. Yep, <laughs> a dime is a thousand, so a dollar, and he goes, 10,000? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, what was his rash? How did he handicap? He only took underdogs. Because mm. he goes, they're all professionals. Yep. Might as well take the point. <laughs> that, that, that's pretty wise yeah. if you think about it. <laughs> all right, let's do our let's do our best bet. What the hell?
1: Don't know about the future. That's anybody's guess. Ain't no good reason about getting all depressed.
4: So I give you a piece of my mind.
0: I'm going to give Mackenzie a reprieve. He come out and he can shout into one of these mics if he wants to. My best bet. And I'm going to say this. This may be. Is an elephant coming down the hall? I, it may be my biggest offseason bet I've ever made. Oh, I like it that much. We're going to bet it. Tonight, you fans. You feel the suspense? Dun, 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 I, no. To win the division, the Seattle Seahawks at 5-1. to one. Now, why? Why? I believe the following. Now, let's look at the odds in this division. 49ers are minus 160. Now, wait a minute. The Bills are plus 100. The only other... Mi- the Chiefs are minus five, 150. Good quarterbacks on those teams. I think so. Here's the thing. How in the heck could the 49ers be a bigger favorite than the Chiefs? You might say, oh, competition. Well, wait a minute. You've got the Chargers who are, no. let's be candid, they suck. I mean, maybe this year they're going to be good. Mm. Maybe Herbert will win a game in the playoffs. The Broncos, we got, we got Scott fading them like, I mean, they're 450. And then the Raiders don't have a quarterback. I don't care who they get. Yeah. They're not. So... This is pretty much Chargers versus Chiefs. And it's minus 150. Here, you've got 49ers versus who? The Rams are at 3 to 1. And like we said, this team is rebuilding.
3: Oh, the whole defense is gone. Aaron Donald and a bunch of guys you won't recognize. Wagner's gone. It's like Donald's a year older. He's still good, but. It's not gonna be. I don't know if it's gonna be good anymore with these guys. It's like, Staff- what am I doing? Get, get, get my agent on the phone.
0: With Stafford, who knows? And then receiver, they got Cooper Cup in what? They're getting rid of Robinson now, I hear. Ramsey's gone is what I'm hearing big time. Running backs are always hurt. I, yeah, the O-line is, is decrepit. Okay. Then you got the Cardinals at 17-1. to 1. They're not even a consideration. It's like a horse you th- or a dog you throw out. Throw him out on the Super Factor. We're not going all. Oh, we're going one, two, three. <laughs> yeah. Who else okay. is in this division? The Seattle Seahawks. Now... <laughs> They, they 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 sign a reasonable deal with my boy what's his name Gino Gino, Gino Smith Gino okay now Gino AJ asked before the show well, what how could Gino he was fading well in my opinion the fade a little bit had to do with they had two tackles that were rookies that ta- we know rookies fade hit a wall at the end of a year but I'll be honest with you they played a good game against the 49ers in the playoffs if i recall but they did fade. But here's the thing. They got big cap reasonable cap space still, and they have the fourth pick. Or, or the fifth pick. Yeah, they're after the Colts. Now, we got that Georgia guy falling down the ranks. The rumor is he goes there. Now, a potential number one pick you add to this team, I, I would make the following case. Over-under for Seattle is nine i think nine and change over what do you think fed nine to the under okay so our our debate is right in that range right now even if you're at nine it's very reasonable you win 10
3: oh very reasonable
0: so now the question we're getting five to one remember now here's the question what's the chance of the 49ers looking pretty much like they looked in the playoffs against philly Meaning, without a good without a quarterback that's even serving, they won't be that bad. But what I'm saying is, what do we know about Tommy John? We have nothing but question marks. And I hope the kid has a good career, because let's be honest, being Mr. Irrelevant and then having that run is... A, he seemed like a kid that deserved... Purdy deserved... He seemed like a kid that deserved it. I don't think I've ever caught anyone a kid, but he... All right, now... We, Trey Lance, we have no freaking idea, right? Could he come on and be really good? I don't think so. I think, but I do think he could be the 20th. But if he like, Feds, in your opinion, and guys, jump in, we're gonna let McKenzie rebut at the end, but hopefully reasonably, is what's the 75th or 80th percentile, meaning it's a good answer or outcome for Trey Lance? Like, where's he rank one to 32? 23, 24?
3: I would have said 20th.
0: 20th is like the, the 75th percent? Well, that's optimistic.
3: Yeah, yeah. I'm saying he'll get there one
0: quarter of the time. All right, so let's say yeah. that, they're, that he's 20th, and you got Seattle... I think that's about a coin flip at that point. No, nah,
3: right? we'll lose. We'll lose then.
0: Because, if
3: it's 20th? Yeah, because the Niners Well, it,
0: McCaffrey, there's a lot of risk of him being healthy the whole year. Yeah, but
3: the whole the, all they need is capable quarterback play and that team's going to be is probably going to win 10, but but you know what, but but the tail is enormous downward. The Niners, if you don't have you have a bad quarterback, you can really stink, you know? I don't care if the entire squad is good. If if San if look, look look at Sanford in other years when they when when Jimmy G was you know wasn't the quarterback they stunk you
0: know. Here's a stunning question I'm going to ask you: If Seattle wins eight games, I like this. What's the odds of them winning the division? Is it lower than twenty percent?
3: Twenty eight percent.
0: I think if they win eight, we probably got a good bet of five they, to they, one.
3: They've won the division, winning seven
0: before, uh, without seventeen games. But yeah. To me, this is a pro-Seattle yes. It's not even an anti-San Fran. It's saying San Fran's got a fat tails, and uh, and I don't think the Rams have much of a chance at all. You, you
3: hate the Rams. The yeah. Cardinals are dead team walking, exactly. and the Niners have lots of questions. So by definition, the only team, it's like that. the Princess Bride, Vicini. Like, 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 so I clearly cannot choose the cup in front of the Cardinals, so I'm going to choose the cup in front of Arizona and bet on them uh, in front of Seattle.
0: Let's find the teams in that range. You've got the Falcons at four twenty-five, which I generally still like, but I got to tell you, without Lamar thing, I don't know. I I mean, you know, I got money on them, but okay. The Bucks are at four to one. That doesn't even seem reasonable, right? I mean, like Seattle is better than the Bucks, and I wouldn't even bet them at ten to one. All uh, right, uh, okay, <laughs> that's a good point. You got the Bears at plus four seventy-five, and. Let's be honest, you don't. Fields might have a great year, but they had no one. They're not going to. There's no way the Bears are winning the division. You got um, the Giants at plus 450. I think Seattle is better than the Giants. And this is a car. They got Dallas and Philly ahead of them.
3: And I love the the comp. Your Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. They have to beat the Browns, the Ravens, and the Bengals.
0: And they're getting plus 550.
3: They're getting like the same number. What?
0: So, So to me, the, and the Broncos are plus 450. And we're getting and better Pittsburgh's than, better than. And
3: Pittsburgh's not as good as Seattle. I, you know, well, I don't know. They're At the comparable. end of the year, they were very good. They, yeah, because they didn't have they any injuries tw- on their line the whole year, too.
0: Yeah. Oh, now, oh, he's got <laughs> he's got new
1: talking points. All right. Now, the only thing that I would say to uh-huh. slow you no, down no, a no, I, bit.
0: No, no, I love this. Okay. I love this.
1: The same arguments that you give about Daniel Jones getting paid. Mm hmm. Can't you say that about Geno Smith? It's been one year we saw from Geno Smith mm-hmm. as a reliable starting quarterback in the NFL. Now you're willing to bet on him to win the division? Okay. I- after he got paid? Yeah, he, he played this— uh, We well,
0: just
3: we- need him to be average, though. We don't need him to excel.
0: I think there's something else, too. He, had, he played three games <clears throat> when Russell Wilson was out the year before, mm-hmm. and he played well.
1: There's no denying. So prior, I, I've always felt that he was a, one of the most solid backups you can have in the NFL. But what I'm saying, and now is, he's proven himself as a starting quarterback. Yes, so what
0: I'm saying. And before that, he hardly had any time for years. So mm-hmm. in a weird way, mm-hmm. it's been a. It's like he's emerged, and the, the only thing we've seen in this second in, um, incarnation, I think, yeah. incarnation. I was just saying incarceration, incarnation. Yeah. <laughs> Incarnate <laughs> word has nothing to do with. Yeah, this. exactly. So, so what is that from?
3: It's a college basketball
0: team. Oh okay. <laughs> to me, it's not that he was bad 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 and had one good year. He was bad oh, you know, bad bad whatever and then nothing and now he's another version that's grown up. Cuz supposedly at the Jets he was a, he got punched or whatever. He was an attitude problem. He mm-hmm. was a, immature. He's not immature anymore. And you know what? He didn't get signed for that much. If he has a good couple years, he like what was the deal $32 32 million or something? Yeah, thirty a year. Yeah, I mean, so what I'm saying is they got him at a good price. He's still motivated for another contract, but he felt taken care of. You're right. There's no certainty here, but if he's average, I think there's a chance. I think they can win nine games if he's average, and I think at nine we got a hell of a chance.
3: I think. I think that you're getting an average
0: quarterback is what okay, you're getting. And
3: I'm fine. I, with I, that. I like we're getting like an above average organization. I mean, yep. I think that does mean something. They're like Seattle's used to winning this division.
0: And think about it, Pete Carroll is motivated. Because if they can finish, because he knows that draft they hit last year was a monster. They had three starters. I mean, how often do you get three starters mm-hmm, in a draft? Mm-hmm. If those guys mature, the they curve in year two is the jump,
5: especially at line. I love it. All right, McKenzie. Dun, dun, dun. I think you got a decent bet. I oh, think okay. the variance in the 49ers is pronounced. In 2019, they go four games above. Their win total, 2020, they go four games under. 2021 was about the same, and then this year they went four You after. make a good point. The non-Jimmy G. Now, again, Purdy
0: obviously trumped that. But prior to that year, the non-Jimmy G numbers are horrendous, almost to the point of the 49ers maybe. That's how they got Nick Bosa. I was after They were, Jimmy one G.
4: In, they
3: were like 1-10 before Jimmy G won five in a row.
0: But then even the, uh, the other year he was out for it, yeah. then he got Bosa, right? If I'm not mistaken, right? Wasn't that the Bosa year after Jimmy G? Uh, yeah, it would have been twenty. Yeah, 20. that was a tankathon or whatever you want to call it. So, give me some insight into Purdy. What I mean, you you follow the boards. Yeah.
5: what's going on? So, just today they announced the schedule for his uh, surgery and post surgery, and he's going to be throwing in June. So, I'm pretty optimistic that he's the well. How do we know when the starter gonna... soon in the season? So, is it, it Tommy John? Uh, I'm not sure what they call it. There's Tommy John elements to the procedure. They just say UCL it's, repair. Yeah, it's a six month surgery, and three months in, he's going to be throwing the ball. Do we have? <laughs> He's going to be throwing the ball, but it's still enough. I mean, compare that to Jimmy G, who didn't throw until September last year. All right. So six
0: months meaning before, in theory, he's recovered.
5: Yes. So that would be right at the beginning of the season. So it wouldn't shock me if he didn't play week one. It wouldn't shock me if he did.
0: Okay. Now, here's the question. If he loses 10% on his arm for the first even half of the year, because obviously he's not going to go to be 100. In theory, he's not going to be 100% right off the go. Does he even have, can he play in the NFL? No. I mean, that's the question. Was he on the border of not having a strong enough yeah. arm? He went seventh round for a reason. In the West Coast system, you don't got to throw it that far. I think that's one advantage that he's going to have. See, you, uh, see, this shows a real ignorance of football. Is Yeah, you don't have to throw it, but you have to have the ability to throw it that far. Yeah, keep them on, or sure. if you can't, they're going to, you know, the, the 49ers system is based upon they're trying to hit you from every direction. And I mean, at least in the broadest sense. Okay. How about Trey Lance? How I mean, I, a, again, what, I'm more
5: optimistic yeah. in the market. or you guys? I think uh, Trey Lance. Um, I mean, he's healthy. He's gonna he's gonna be in the spring camps. So uh, he had a life. second surgery he that did. no one knew about. Was it a secret surgery? Uh, it wasn't reported till weeks later. Yeah. Was, what, what, in, in why is that? Uh, fall, um setback. It's like the, it's it's like the Kremlin or something. releasing yeah. and stuff.
0: Um, so you're. Uh, let's just say this: If Purdy wasn't available for the whole year, and uh-huh. I think he will be. What would you put the uh, 49ers over, assuming they brought in no
5: other quarterback? 10.5. So with Trey Lance, they're 10.5. Yes. I mean, they were 10 last year. I thought that was a bad line. Yeah. So Trey Lance, but let's
0: be candid. They wouldn't have won what they did without the McCaffrey trade, which was mortgaging the
5: future. Like they don't have a number one this year. Yeah. They were way better with, I mean, night and day with with McCaffrey. Yeah. Division got a lot weaker. Yeah. Well, yes. For Seattle, too. Yeah. Right. I mean, so that we were that, Seattle uh, 49ers were three and O straight up in ATS with three different quarterbacks versus Seattle. I I like that matchup. I feel like early on Pete Carroll had Shanahan's number. I think it's the opposite now.
0: Or it could be random.
5: Or it could be random. I mean, I don't get
0: any sense that the Pete Carroll's getting worse. All right, that was fair. I mean, except when he goes, he goes. Uh, we we. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, the 49ers. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So AJ, you got anything to say? All right. He's. Making his way over.
2: Sorry, uh, I generally what what McKenzie said about the Forty ers being a high variance team, I think is
0: except he said with Trey Lance, you win ten and a half games. So what's the variance?
2: Oh, I think with Trey, Trey Lance, you could also very easily wear win five games. Like, I think
0: it's almost impossible to win ten and a half. But it it is if he plays anywhere near like he has,
2: it is a, a fade of the Forty ers quarterback situation at like the highest level because the rest of their roster is so much better than everybody else in that division.
0: So, Mc- McClinty? Is that the lineman they're losing, probably? He's trying to talk in his mind. Um, I think that's the case. Mm. Now, they say he's a little overrated, but he's a core... Com- now, let's be honest. The left tackle... I'm, I'm not great with these names. He's considered the, maybe the best tackle of all... Time, or one of the best of all time, right? Mune, uh, Anthony Munez style. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he, what he, how old is he now? 38? He's, not, he's up there. I'm not saying he's going to drop off the cliff. 34. Oh, he's only 34? Yeah. Wow. He's something. been in the league for a while. McGlinchey. Yeah, he's out. McGlinchey's a guy. McKenzie
1: said they might trade him.
0: So. I don't think he's signed, is he? Mm-hmm. All right, I guess what I'm saying is well, we know, here's another thing we know, and then we can end this. Defense has high variance. It just generally between years, if you say you got Peyton Manning and a great offense, it's every year almost they're going to be great or good defenses teams go from the best defense to like number 20 all the time or all the time so in general if you if the only thing you did was say I'm gonna take the t- I'm gonna fade the teams that had defense as the biggest portion of their win mm. you're gonna do pretty decent I think obviously the 49ers meet that criteria I and all th- so do the Broncos <laughs> and <laughs> you, know you know what you know what Faz, I don't know why this yeah it's I don't know why this is but If you think about it, the 49ers start slow, seemingly, every year, even when they have good years. Like this year they were, what, 4-4? and And then the, I mean, in general, if you look at their second half, Mackenzie, maybe put this up. um, Find the break point and obviously make it look, you know, we're going to try to skew it. But I bet if, if you take like the last, or even just through Shanahan's entire time with the 49ers, at a certain point, up to from week one to week five or six or seven, it's going to be really different than the after. So take a gander at that.
3: I mean, I know that was true last year. I, I, I just true. remember whenever they do, maybe I'm biased, they have an early season
0: East Coast trip, where they always kick ass on that, that two-game trip, typically. Well, what I know is the year before it was like that, where the 49ers mm. were like favorite against the Rams, I, I guess when the Rams won it. They can't, remember, 49ers were like 500 again after like six or seven mm-hmm. games. You know. We'll see. Well,
1: I think this is the year that you can actually do right, something so the, like that. Because oh, I'm sorry. They'll start off slow with the quarterback situation, and then if Purdy is healthy in October, then they'll start winning games. And maybe it takes them a little while to get up to speed.
0: So this shows if you take the whole Shanahan tenure in the, month, the first month of the year, they were 30 and 30. So September. Oh, all right. All right. So. Um, oh, is that saying before November? All right, so actually before November, so all the way up till November one, Feds they're thirty and thirty. Now, see, let's see what's after. So my thinking here is a five to one. We can hedge out half of it if we wanted to, if it ends up being that they st- you know. But again, I don't know. All right, so after that they're twenty eight and nineteen. So and that's counting playoffs. If you take playoffs out, they're going to be better probably. Well, I don't know. They've done well in the
3: oh, and they did have the one year that they. Did roll the one and eleven, and then they won the last. Yeah, five but that's going to so go with the there. whole Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, oh, it, it yeah. ties in what you're, what you're saying. Yeah.
0: yeah, I mean, it just. I think there's there's a complexity to that offense that anyone knew. Mm. You know, I don't know. Maybe it could be a fluke. You know, um, but let's be honest. If one's five hundred and the other one is is you know as sixty five percent, maybe. Right, sure. And we know last year they were. Well, Hell, it might be. It
3: might be as easy as to like if we don't like them. You know, the matchup. It's so leveraged when Seattle plays them. You know, we can always look to bet the Niners. I was
1: going to say you might get to a situation where you have this five to one on Seattle now, and in the beginning of November you could get the Forty ers at plus two fifty.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. And then you play That's that. Right. Yeah, and
1: then you play that, and then bam and other right, ones <laughs> and we're like how did yeah.
0: that happen. So last thing is uh the Rams. I know you follow them pretty close. Do you see any, any clear path back for them to be like we're you know competitive? No.
2: No, I think it's it's only downhill. Like the when they cut Bobby Wagner, I said, "Oh, they're they're clearly hitting a reset." Like in not cutting Donald is one thing cuz like I mean, he's literally the face of your franchise, but it seems like they're stripping down everything else. Uh yeah, I, I don't and I guess unless if Matt Stafford were were to return to like a miraculous full recovery and he's suddenly a top 5 quarterback, I don't see that happening.
0: All right, so Fez, last question. Is there a way for us to fade the Rams cuz we like Seattle anyway? Do we make do we bet let, let's not say real numbers, but let's say we bet 10,000 on Seattle and like 5,000 on the 49ers? I guess we couldn't do it that way because they're like minus money. No,
3: I don't want to bet the forty-nine. We only like Seattle. There's no reason to bet anybody.
0: Yeah, else. you're right. You're right. We
3: can bet the Rams
0: under seven and a half wins. That's a good point. I mean, with this number, it makes it seem like they'd be higher than that, right? Yeah. I mean, they're ahead. We just said the Rams are.
2: They're thirty-seven to one to win the Super Bowl, which is sixteenth. They're right in the middle. That that, that, does, saying, that what, doesn't matter. That's just because they won the Super Bowl Seattle? two years ago. Seattle is fifty-eight to one.
0: All right, so that's okay. no, think, until we,
3: there's a no, I, it doesn't mean anything to but
0: me. But what I'm saying is, if we think Seattle is going to be lying, even let's say nine under, like you said, that means the Rams have to be above nine.
2: How about we? Well, they're, I'm sorry, they're sixty-three to one now. They're the same odds as the
0: Panthers. Who, Seattle? Seattle. But here's the thing. I don't love Seattle as much as I— Like, to win the Super Bowl, you don't well, love it. I, I think bet against the 49ers' tail. Maybe well.
3: someone will put up a head-to-head also but on Seattle do you, versus what do somebody else. you guess the
0: Rams open at for win total? Has to be above nine. Or nine over. I was going to say eight and a half. So you think Seattle will be above them?
3: Maybe I'm getting the opener wrong. Because I'm thinking I'm thinking more what it should be. Yeah, yeah you're right. That's probably based upon these numbers. The Rams have to open nine, and we will bet Rams under.
0: And if that's true, that means Seattle's going to open eight because it's three to yes. one versus five to one.
3: Yes. Okay. And you might get differing numbers too. See, I hate to. I hate to like. I. I. I, I like a diversified portfolio. Mm-hmm. I like to be. I like to find different ways to bet on a team that I want to bet on. So I bet them to win division, and then I can. And then I can bet some more on yeah, other ways. Yeah.
0: I like it. All right, guys. I can't do any better. So I'm going to let you guys finish the show, and I'm going to go. So we in? We're in. All right. All right, guys. So we got, remember. we Did you got, get that best number, though? Oh, always. Always. <laughs> <laughs> we don't take the second number. AJ's going to do some real strong college basketball stuff. And, um, yeah, I, I, maybe I should retire. I mean, just after that, I, I just watch, just just read Seattle blogs.
1: Just live off the Seattle wind.
0: <laughs> Name my boat yeah. after Seattle.
1: All aboard the Carroll Three. Good
0: stuff. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> All right,
2: guys. I wanted to go through the conferences and talk about the teams that have already secured a bid, earned a bid, because everybody out there is just like, which, which, which. 13 seed can I pick or which 12 seed can I pick to beat a five everybody wants the 12 that's going to beat the five and I wanted to go through those teams and say hey these are the teams that you can look at as a a team that could make an upset these are the teams that you can't and of course Fez says I just want to know who's going to win and cover that's all I care about I don't care about a bracket I want to know who's going to cover
3: just give me the rotation number. I don't even care There's what the team no team rotation. Is.
2: There's no set matchups do the yet. team. Game so i 2 just, eight
3: plus 6. That's all I'm looking
2: I'm at. I'm telling you a little bit about each team, Fez, like it or not. Uh, I'll, I'll run through these pretty quickly. But uh, the first one, is I'm going to go kind of in alphabetical order. Uh, not kind of. I'm going to go in alphabetical order of the conferences. I'll start with the Atlantic Sun champion, Kennesaw State, who is likely a 14 seed. They're 128th in Ken Palm. Uh, This is a team, their biggest strength is their three-point shooting. They are the 33rd best three-point shooting team in the country. Yet somehow, they are the 331st free-throw shooting team. How can you be that great at shooting from really far away and that bad shooting closer? Because the guys that are shooting the
3: threes aren't getting fouled and going to the line.
2: And uh, Kennesaw got their their bid by upsetting Liberty. This is, they're a deep, well-coached team. Amir Abdul-Rahim took over this team in 2020. They went 1-28 in their first year, and now they're in the tournament. So uh, they hung with Indiana early in the season. They They can shoot. They've got depth. The problem is – they're going to if they're 14, they're going to run into a team that can bully them. They are 337th in height. Uh, they, their biggest rotation player is six foot eight. We saw them get punked out by Colin Castleton when they played Florida early in the season. A team with a serious post threat is the nightmare matchup here. And if you look on the three line, there's a guy probably named Drew Timmy who will be on the three line. That is the worst case scenario for Kennesaw. If they see Drew Timmy, He scores a million points in that game, and they've got no chance.
3: I'm betting the Zags on the money line. Then I think (laughs) that's a
2: good call. But if they if they can catch a good like a a Kansas State or a Marquette who's not gigantic, they can push a three seed. I think so. That's just something to watch there. It's very matchup dependent, as all these are Big South, UNC Asheville. They are one forty eighth in Ken Palm, likely a fifteen seed. Also a very good three point shooting team, top ten in the country. Turnovers is their woe they turn the ball over on 20 percent of possessions that is 296th nationally they have a superstar player an nba prospect in tennessee transfer drew pember they can shoot with anyone they are not stopping a whole lot though they would i shouldn't say that they were the best defense in the big south it's a bad big south um they gave up 86 points per game in their three games this season against top 100 Ken Palm teams. And as a 15 seed, they will see a top 100 Ken Palm team in the first round. Uh, I'd love to see them catch a team like Arizona just so we can bet an over. But this team, I'm going to say they're unlikely to be a real threat in the tournament just because teams can take away your best player. And if your best player is a big, which Drew Pember is, it's even easier to take away. Uh, let's go to the Colonial. They, By the way, I, I – I got the Kin rankings for conferences. Colonial, 26th best conference out of 32. Charleston, though, 31 and three, 74th in Ken They were a potential or a at-large bid if they didn't win the auto bid, but they did. This is a, Fez. You're not going to like this team, I don't think. They are 29th in tempo. They're likely to be a 12 seed. I mean, they won 31 freaking games. They should be rewarded. They are an elite offensive rebounding team, uh, 35.1% of offense. They're 17th nationally in offensive rebounding. The biggest weakness is inefficiency. They shoot more threes than twos, even though they're a below average three-point shooting team. It's kind of a frustration. Uh, They're great shooting twos. Percentage-wise, they prefer to shoot threes, which they're not great at. They're going to be a darling in this tournament. They beat Virginia Tech this year. They hung with North Carolina for 30 minutes. They, the, the problem is the talent isn't great. Scheme is great. For low majors, I'd prefer a team that didn't play a bunch of bench minutes. They're 21st nationally in bench minutes. They're super deep. But in the tournament, I, especially for a mid-major team, I want a team that plays like seven or eight guys, and they're all pretty damn good. That's not what you've got here. Um, they can create problems for teams that aren't particularly athletic. Like if they were to catch Iowa State, St. Mary's in the first round, I could see them making some noise. Uh, but they'll be, a, they'll be one of the more selected teams to, to have an upset. Here's a team I think you might like, Fez, although they're going to be a 16 seed, so this is going to be on the spread, not by any chance to win the game. Northern Kentucky from the Horizon League. Uh, they are likely a 16 seed. They are 358th in tempo out of 363. They are going to grind it down. They are a s- small team. They play a zone that's going to give teams problems, especially teams that can't shoot. The problem is most teams that they run into are going to dominate them on the glass. They give up mm. a ton of second chances. So if they play, you, ha- you have to be careful. If they play a team like Houston, who gets every rebound, and they get none, it's a nightmare. Uh, they'll be an interesting team in the play-in round. Don't think they've got m- any chance against a, a top seed, but I could see them winning a play-in game. Uh, the Missouri Valley Conference, Drake, 27-7, 67th in Ken Palm. They're likely a 12 seed. They're slow also, 219th in tempo. They're, I look at them as a poor man St. Mary's. Good shooting team, don't make a lot of mistakes. They are similar to Charleston, as, and as long as they don't run into a super athletic team, they're going to be very live to win a game. They've got some solid wins this year. They beat Mississippi State. Uh, they absolutely torched Bradley in the Missouri Valley final. they got four starters who shoot 35% or better from three. One of the best playmaking guards uh, in 25-year-old Roman Penn. They're a dangerous team. I think Drake, if, if they catch the right matchup, I think Drake plays on the second weekend of this tournament as a 12 seed.
3: Well, uh, the fact a conference tournament winner <clears> – <throat> With a a decent caliber of players, wins, and then they get a whole week off while everyone else is playing their conference tournament, so you get the fresh legs for the tournament as well.
2: Now, super deserving, Fairleigh Dickinson, the winners of the Northeast Conference, the worst conference in college basketball, except they didn't win the Northeast Conference tournament. They still get to go play in this tournament. They are 19-15 and on the season. They are 314th in Ken Palm. They protect the ball pretty well if we're saying something nice. They're 60th in, the, in protecting the ball. They're 34th in forcing turnovers, so they usually do okay in the turnover battle. The weakness is defense. This is a tournament team that is 361st in defensive efficiency out of 363. They are going to get lit up. Uh, I, they're a team that I'm going to be looking to fade in Dayton. They're, they're, certain t- they're certainly going to be in the play-in game. Uh, I don't know who it'll be, but I, who, who the opponent will be, obviously. But if they've got any semblance of an offense, I'm looking for for this team to get trucked uh, in, in the 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 Dayton round. Uh, the Ohio Valley Conference, Southeast Missouri, Semo, 19 and 18, 257 and Kimpom. They're probably a 16 C two. They play fast. But I think this is the kind of fast team I like, particularly imagine if they were to play against a team like Fairleigh Dickinson. This is the kind of team I want them to play in Dayton. Uh, they are an excellent – getting to the free throw line, their top 30 in free throw rate, their their weakness is size. They've got one starter over 6'5". They didn't play well against good teams. They lost by 31 to Iowa. They made a Mizzou game. They were getting crushed in, looked close at the end. OVC's pretty bad. Uh, I've got no confidence SEMO could win, you know, I I didn't have any confidence they could win the tournament as a five seed. they lost five of seven going into it. They're small, they're fast. Again, played a top 10 tempo in the country, which means there's a a big possibility for blowouts against a top seed, but this is the kind of team that's going to be in Dayton that I'm going to be looking to back. The Patriot League, Colgate, uh, won't spend a lot of time on them. They're probably going to be a 15 seed. They are an excellent three-point shooting team. They're the best three-point shooting team in the country. They shoot 41% from three. They're the seventh best two-point percentage team. Yet again, they are 333rd in free throw rate. Uh, They're probably going to be a 15 seed because the Patriot League is so bad, but they're very good. Like They're they're certainly live. I wouldn't wouldn't count them out. I I shouldn't say that. I will be looking to play them on the spread. Mm -hmm. I won't be looking to say, oh, they'll beat a two seed, uh, but I will probably be looking at them as a team to play on the spread. The Southland Conference champion, A&M Corpus Christi, they won that today. They're 23-10. Uh, they're likely a 16 seed as well. Good free throw shooting team, terrible rim defense team. They're a small team, and they're probably going to be without on Murdox, who's their best defender, kind of the heart and soul of their team, the emotional leader certainly. This is a team that made the tournament last year, People like to bet on teams that have been in the tournament before, These, like if you're from a mid-major or a, a low-major. If you've been there before, people recognize your name. They want to bet you. I would I would worry about that with this A&M Corpus Christi team because the question was today, could Murdoch's go? Could he play? Because he kind of injured himself in the, in the last round. He tried to give it a go today, injured it again. It looked a lot worse. I don't think he's going to play. Uh, in Dayton, so I would say this is a team to fade early is A&M Corpus Christi. Furman, the winner of the SOCON, uh, they are an elite two-point shooting team, second-best two-point shooting team in the country. They are a poor two-point defense. They have two dominant scorers, Jalen Slauson and Mike uh, Bothwell. Teams that have more than one dude are the teams that I'm looking to back as a lower seed because good teams can take away one guy almost always, they have multiple guys. This Furman team has been close for a couple years. They finally break through. This is our first tournament in over 40 years. I think they're excited to be in the tournament. This is a team that beat Louisville last year before Louisville became like a college basketball punchline. Um, I don't know if they can win, but... I, they're going to be my one of my favorite plus points mm-hmm. teams in the first round. Uh, likely a 14 seed. Summit League champion Oral Roberts is a team that you're going to hear ev- almost everybody's going to put through. They're like if if you hear oh got a 12 seed to beat a five, you got to have that in your bracket. Everybody's going to pick Oral Roberts, and maybe rightfully so. They are 30 and four on the season. They went 21 and 0 in Summit League play. This is. An incredible offensive team. They are the 23rd best offense overall. They are top 10 in effective field goal percentage, two point percentage, free throw percentage. They have the fewest turnovers in the country. The weakness is offensive rebounding. Uh, everyone in their rotation can shoot threes. They are they're just elite offensively. They got a superstar player in Max Asemus, but you can't send too much help on him because all five guys can shoot. They've lost one game. Since Thanksgiving, if they play a team, and this is my dream scenario, if they play a team that doesn't prioritize offensive rebounding, like Virginia, I, it, Oral Roberts can win that game easily. I, I and maybe they can win a couple tournament games. This is a legit good team, uh, but Oral Roberts the real deal. Uh, let's go to the Sun Belt, where you're going to have likely 14 seed Louisiana. Some people know them as Louisiana Lafayette, and that's changed. Uh, they are great rebounding team, bad free-throw shooting team. They've won 16 of 19 games. What I like about Louisiana is nobody's talking about them. The Sun Belt is an above-average mid-major conference. I don't hear anyone saying, oh, Louisiana, that's a tough team. They've won 16 of their last 19 games. They've got a, a potential NBA player down low in Jordan Brown. They're a top 53-point shooting team. This is the kind of team I'm looking for for an upset pick. I, so I think Louisiana, depending on obviously, obviously depending on matchup, this is a team I think could be live. I think they're going to be underseated as a 14, especially get Sunbelt's 13th out of 32 conferences. This is not a crummy conference that they won. So uh, I believe in that team, and I'm not going to spend any time on Gonzaga because we've talked about them. <laughs> Quite a bit, so I'll uh, I'll let that one go. But uh, they're likely to be a third seed. Uh, th- the third seed, I think they're going to do okay in the tournament. I- I- I'm starting to feel like
3: they're going to win the tournament.
2: Right? What we gave out last week at 25 to one, you can get now at 18 to one. So if you didn't buy Gonzaga stock a week ago, what would they say? In the- it's too late, right, Fez?
3: It's too late. You're fired. The Ship has sailed on yeah. 25 to
2: one. So there you go. That's the teams that have locked in a spot so far. Uh, you know, by this time next week we'll we'll have the full field. So we won't, but just to kind of a, a getting to know you spot for uh for for the teams that have made it. I do want to add to our futures portfolio. We got one left to add. <clears throat> Last week we added Gonzaga. I told you Kansas we added a couple weeks ago at 10 to 1. And we added Creighton in the first week at 25 to 1. I'm gonna add Marquette at 35 to 1 now. And this is mostly I'd like to have I like having a little bit of Marquette and a little bit of Creighton. I think they're both really good. They've been the class of the Big East all year. You know, UConn analytically has been the class of the of the Big East, but the price on them is is not affordable to me sixteen to one right now. Uh, but Marquette, I think, is and this is Shaka is sort of having a revival here. They graduated two players last year, but all five starters, the guys who have started every game for Marquette this year. All came from the same class, same recruiting class. So two two of them were the the top two guys off the bench last year. They're now starters. All the, These guys have great chemistry. Uh, they seem to be excited to be playing for Shaka. And Shaka's a guy who's been to a Final Four before. I think he had a hard time at Texas because Texas isn't a basketball school. At VCU, he was great. He's been great so far at Marquette. Uh, they are an excellent offensive team, and they force turnovers. You talk about Tempo, Fez. They are 110th in tempo, but they're top five on offense, and they they slow you down to a hmm. grind on defense. So their number being 110 is a true middle of of those two things. They are they they when they've got the ball, it's fa- if it was time of possession, they'd be getting wrecked. <laughs> uh, but that's not a bad thing in college basketball. So 35 to one, I'm going to take a little bit of a swing with the Golden Eagles of Marquette. All right, Fez. XFL week 3 is coming on. If you're not listening on Mondays, I guess into Tuesday, we're putting out an episode, the Physick Focus XFL style. How are you feeling about the XFL so far this year? I mean, we're almost at the halfway point already.
3: Yeah, well, the XFL, we're week 4, so we'll be 40% done for the regular season, which is only 10 games, 10 weeks. And good news for you, AJ, you're you're giving out your portfolio of college basketball teams. I'm going to have a less diversified portfolio. I'm just going to give you out the winner in the XFL because there's only eight teams. You've already got it figured out. And Houston is indeed going to win. We're going to take them plus 225. They reside in the Southern Division, which is extremely advantageous because all the other teams in the South stink. So Orlando is horrendous. San Antonio is bad. And Disagree. Uh, I'm uh, You know, correction. Arlington is bad. San Antonio is mediocre. Okay. So I I have San Antonio, a below-average team, got outgained by a zillion last week um, in their loss to Houston. So Houston is cruising to the number 1 seed where they'll get to beat San Antonio again, uh, and they're certainly going to be like a five-point favorite, I would think, in the semifinals, and then they'll have to play a good team from the North. The beauty of this bet is that the North is so much better. Vegas stinks. But Seattle, St. Louis, and D.C. are all contending teams residing in the North. So you have three contenders in the North, only one contender in the South, and it's Houston's a very good chance that Houston gets to the finals, plus 225 a bargain because the number 2 South team plays the number 1 South team in the semifinals. We're going to back Houston already 3-0 now. Houston has had three home games, but one thing I like is that all the teams practice in Texas – In Arlington, so all the road trips for Houston, most of the road trips are very, very modest, don't have to travel a lot. All the teams in the north constantly have to be traveling out to either Seattle or D.C. or Vegas. You can see some more travel distance for the northern teams, so big advantage for a team that gets to play right there in Texas. Uh, Houston's going to win the title. And they've never lost a game they have never lost a game
2: i mean this is i mean they've already played another half season they were on their way to the championship and then now this they, they maybe they can't lose
3: oh they could lose but at 225 would you i mean would it make sense
2: to wait like to see them play a road and like hope that they kind of might maybe that they lose this week on their first road game and
3: no because everyone's going to see what i see and orlando's <laughs> going to keep losing and oh, yeah, uh, not losing uh, to the, the whole southern uh, conference is going to keep sucking yeah. so i will predict within 2 weeks that plus 225 will be down to plus 175
2: i think that makes sense get it get it while you can before the uh before they Assault Orlando, and the odds just get shorter. So uh, I like it. All right, Fez, that uh, great stuff on the XFL, great stuff on NFL with RJ earlier. That only leaves one thing left to do. Hey,
3: hey, be careful out there.
2: Talk to you next week.